friends, we are live here again with Real News, but we have a very special guest this week, which we're going to dive into right at the start here until again to all the other news that's very important, but we have just a special guest here that we want to get to. I'm Sean, joined with Alex, Phil, and Sam, of course, from the Whitfield Report, which you can subscribe to at the Whitfield Report, and we are joined by somebody who was at a pro vaccine mandate protest at Penn State and he was there representing the other side which is just simply we don't want to mandate the vaccine that's simple and he was there and he got punched or attacked we will dive into what the full story is um, with him but it's Avi who will be joining us today so thank you for joining us Avi yeah, no problem. Yeah, my name is Avi. I was the guy in the construction fest with the big sign. If you go to resistpennstate.com, you can find all my socials and uh, find me there. Awesome, awesome. I'll let Sam introduce everything on his side and then we'll dive into your story. Alrighty, folks. Good evening and welcome. Uh, Good evening, folks, and welcome to tonight's edition of the Whitfield Report. I am your host, Sam Whitfield, broadcasting live here from South Florida at NGC Studios. And I want to thank you for joining us tonight. We are starting a little bit early tonight. We usually start the show around 10 p.m. The reason why we're starting the show is because we are uh, simulcasting with Versa Media because we are covering the vaccine uh, protests. Uh, that happened at Penn State this week. That was big news on Reddit. Um, and I was actually going to reach out to um, our guest to appear on my show. And then uh, Sean, who hosts First Media, said, hey, we're having this guy uh, on anyway, so why don't you come on and uh, simulcast this? So uh, thank you, Sean, for having me on and allowing me to simulcast this. Uh, Apex Mayor may not join us later on in the program but i want to thank you guys for uh you know joining us if you're tuning in on the uh whitfield report i would encourage you guys to go subscribe over to versa media as well and um why don't we uh all int introduce uh, our guests so uh avi would you mind introducing yourself again sure yeah my name is avi I was the dude in the construction vest who held up the sign at the pro-vaccine mandate rally as a counter-protester, and you can find all of my stuff at resistpennstate.com. All my social medias are linked there. Awesome. Alrighty. Well, how about then we just start simply by, I'll give a quick, very quick background what's been happening, and then you can tell your story. So at Penn State, their Big Ten school. Lots of people very popular, and they're the only Big Ten school, to my knowledge, that has not mandated the COVID vaccine. And no. there's many I, reasons you could give why, but they are the only ones, correct? No, um, so there, I think there's a few others that don't. Yeah, there, there's 14. Technically, there's 14 Big Ten schools. It doesn't make any sense, but <laughs> uh, Penn State and University of Iowa are the two biggest ones that don't have the mandates. Okay. Yeah, I saw that on Wikipedia. And it was confusing me that there's not. 14, yep. <laughs> I, I know it's odd. So it's actually there's there's uh, five other schools that don't have it. Yeah. 
So you were there, and look, we, for full disclosure, like, we totally agree that Penn State should mandate the vaccine. I am of the opinion they shouldn't even mandate masks. They should mandate everything, everybody should have their freedom back. But you were there, and this was supposed to be faculty and professors that were all butthurt for the second time. This isn't the first time, this is the second time. They're all butthurt that Barron hasn't mandated the vaccine. So they're out there making some noise. And funny enough, Barron wasn't even there. So when they went up to, like air their grievances he wasn't even there so they were doing this there was about 150 ish people and there was good good size of counter protesters and you're the guy in the orange vest we'll link the videos in the description so people can watch it but can you tell us just everything that went down yeah so you know i got there with the anticipation that um you know that i'd be able to just counter protest get my my voice out there and get my views out there for for everyone to to hear and see and you know within the first you know 60 seconds i was sprayed down with an unknown liquid i haven't seen video of that yet uh but that that did happen it could have been water could have been piss uh, i don't know at this point um members immediately started making it extremely difficult for me to move around freely kind of boxing me in creating physical blockades blocking me on all four three sides and then it was about 10, 15 minutes into it <clears throat> where I was holding my sign up. And then you saw that gentleman in the white t-shirt and the uh, blue jeans uh, rip it from me and then uh, appeared to get me with his uh, shoulder or elbow, um, forearm in, in the nose and, and give me a bloody nose. Wow. So you, so, s you said they, I'll, I'll just ask one quick question and go, Alex. Do you do think you know they milkshaked you? Say that again? Do you think they milkshaked you? Because that was a thing Antifa used to do about a year ago, where they would just throw milkshakes at people. No, I don't. I don't think I got a milkshake thrown at me. Okay. The the Antifa there was there was one person that was definitely with Antifa. The guy decked out in all black. He had the the staple star on his uh, shoulders. Uh, he was not the person to you know, as far as I know, that physically attacked me. He was one of the people impeding my movement about the area but he was not the assailant as far as i know hmm. you can go alex no i was gonna say do you know if any of the people that attacked you were actually faculty or do you suspect any of them were or do you think they're just students that's a that's a great question you know the problem with college is that it's not like you know a high school middle school where like if you're eight years old then you're in fourth grade if you're 15 years old you're a sophomore you know people can come and go to college at, at any point uh, I have no idea. I mean, if you're talking about, you know, your stereotypical college-looking student, I, I mean, he didn't, he didn't ring bells for me as a college student. There were people there that, you know, you would only imagine would be on the news, like people who look like your textbook definition of a social justice warrior, Karen, that, you know, I've never seen so far this week walking around campus, uh, but existed at that rally. So maybe it's just because they've all happened to congregate there that there was just kind of that wow factor of uh, who was there. But I, I, I do not know if it was a, a faculty member or just a, a random person. It could have been a random person because I the Antifa gentleman, I, I can't imagine, would go to, to Penn State. Mm -hmm. uh, You'd be surprised. I don't, uh, <laughs> I, I don't know, man. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, what we can tell you in 2017, right after Trump was sworn in, there were Antifa posters that went up in Willard Building to try and recruit people. 
it was like they would say shit like bash the fast join your local antifa resist trump join your local antifa i have the picture so they they had a presence then and i don't and that's why i was kind of like blown away when you mentioned antifa to me um in dms because they really to our knowledge didn't seem too active after that but this is three four years later and they're shown back up and the guy you're talking about does look like it and what's interesting is i don't know if you notice it there but when i was watching the videos especially on sound daily times you can tell he's with a group of people with like a pink mohawk and like some like yellow hair and they all follow him around when they when he was going after near you so i don't know if those people are antifa but i can definitely say they do look like your stereotypical antifa my my you know personal view of a, your stereotypical antifa member somebody decked down all black with a with a white star somewhere so there was only one person that fit that textbook description could there have been quote-unquote undercover antifa members i mean totally this could have been absolutely coordinated they could have said hey watch out for this counter pro set that's going to be there and make his life as difficult as humanly possible that's that's totally plausible i can tell you going into it i knew absolutely nobody that was there hmm yeah, I won't be surprised if they're busing people. I know we've seen that a few times back when, uh, back in 2016, when they were protesting. I think it was one of Trump's. It was Eric Trump. Remember State. that? Yep. Yeah, they're busing people in, and uh, it was a pretty open secret. I got yelled at for telling the media that, but everyone knows <laughs> the fucking truth. Wait, wait, what was happening? Uh, Eric Trump came to Penn State, and they were busing in people to protest. What? Yeah. Yeah. Who who is busing in people? Who? Uh, various left wing agitators, like so, left wing groups. So SCIU, I think, was one of them. Um, like for like for America, you know the the the, the usual source backed uh, organizations. Well, who that was? Well, no, who was that club? That the next gen? I bet they were doing that. Yep. Those people are they still there at Penn State? Are they still a, a faction? Well, I, I don't know. They, they, they are, but they're not as. They, they are still there. They were doing voter reg when I was last there in 2020. And I know when people were campaigning for Trump this season that he, or last season technically, he, they were there. They're still there, but they're not as. They're oddly not as active. Well, not until political season, anyway. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, the other thing that I thought was interesting when I was watching uh, your protest was your sign was hilarious. Do you want to tell us what was on your sign? <laughs> yeah. Look, the sign, you know, it, it was designed, of course, you know, this this was to, to, to grab eyeballs, right? It was to get people focused on the message here. So the, it was a double-sided sign. The first side had uh, memes. Well, the whole thing was a meme, but the first side had uh, memes, uh, mainly. So one of the memes was the "Govern Me Harder, Daddy" NPC <laughs> with the uh, with the mask and then the needles in him. Nice. You know, just to kind of you know you know you know preach to the absurdity that like, please, I want you to force me to take needles. I want you to force me to wear a mask. You know, take a dildo and ram it up my ass. You know, that type of crazy nonsense. So, and then the other side was. Uh, it was uh, Alex Jones uh, pointing yes. a gun in a, in a baked meme format. <laughs> Shut the fuck up, liberal. <laughs> so, I mean, cause, and, and I put that there because I knew that, you know, everyone there was going to be 
may, they identify as a liberal. You know, if real liberals don't believe in this kind of garbage, but uh, they identify and vote liberal. So, you know, I, I knew that that would, uh, that would identify with them. And then the other side of the sign had more uh, facts, you know, on it. So the first one was the superhero choice meme where he had to pick between Black Lives Matter and then ban 65% of black New Yorkers from restaurants and work. And uh, vaccine supports, <laughs> vaccine passport supporters all nervous. Because I even said, you know, hey, how many of you guys support Black Lives Matter? And they were like, me. And I'm like, oh, so do you support the 65% that aren't going to be able to have a job and eat after this? And, uh, you know, it was all silence. So, you know, it's, again, it just shows the hypocrisy. And then on the other side, uh, I had a bunch of images from a bunch of different news outlets uh, re-quoting Fauci saying, oh, we'll get back to normal by fall, by summer, by spring, by 2022. So it just goes to show that the goalpost is never ending and that this is going to be an endemic. It's not going to be a pandemic. Yes. No, I agree with that. But my sort of thing is, too, it's like these people. I, I saw us on the on the Penn State subreddit. They're a bunch of fucking pussies. Dude, I'm already banned. I got I got banned from the Penn State subreddit because when I made a post, some of these fuckers like started like going like all internet detective and found like a two year old clip of me saying the n word. They're like, no, oh, racist, and uh, I got permanently banned. So yeah, everybody yeah, they're, said they're the gamer of... word at one point. Yeah, I, I fucking hate Reddit. Fuck Dude, them. it's a liberal idiotic cesspool i mean it's literal cancer on the penn state subreddit <laughs> the oh, only yeah. the only subreddit with rational people is our no new normal <laughs> i like the conspiracy one and some of the gun subreddits but no most of them are just pieces of shit but those people they were saying that it's authoritarian for um baron to not enforce the mask mandate what? or not 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 the mask mandate the fucking vaccine man it's like how how do you ju how do you say that is authoritarian to not mandate something like that's the most stupid fucking logic i've ever seen you know i saw a meme earlier today that i think really you know answers this you know because people you know people are always saying well if you don't want to take the vaccine and they require it then just leave just go somewhere else you know you have freedom of choice and what i would tell to those people and i would say is that you know if you're a woman right and let's say that you're in your last semester you're you're a week away you just need to pass all your classes and then you get your degree but you have your male professors come up to you and say, you know what, you're going to suck my cock right now or I'm going to fail you. You know, you have a choice at that point. You could suck his dick or you can fail and then not complete the degree. And, and then you get into this territory where it's coercion. It's coercion. It is not freedom of choice. You are being coerced into doing something. It is not rational to say that you are truly being free in your decision making you know i could say personally that you know i'm a junior you know so i'm already two years in i already got two years worth of credits here but you know if i was looking for colleges i mean the first thing right off the bat i'd be looking at as i'd be looking at the colleges and the political landscapes that they're in and seeing that if a vaccine mandate was likely because i, I wouldn't want to have to deal with even the thought that that would be on the horizon but now that I know that I'm in Penn State, the only thing that's holding Penn State back is the Republican legislature. Somebody yep. needs to put the pedal, pedal to the metal and, and fight to keep this away. And so that's where I come in. Well, yeah. I mean, well, well, I mean, to be fair, if, if the students were Alpha, De Alpha Delta Pi, then they probably would suck the dick. But anyway. <laughs> well, you get my point, right? It's, it's yeah, not yeah, freedom yeah. of choice. You're being coerced into doing so. Yeah. No, you're right, and that's why we're doing the protests on Tuesday to add some more pressure and to get people to make it socially acceptable to not wear a mask. Bobby, when did the initial protests happen? People in my chat are, are wondering. 
Yeah, uh, so was the, it like the 15th or something? It the the Oh, you mean the first one? Yes. Oh, the first one I want to say was the the 13th. Um, they did this before the students arrived, so I believe it was just faculty members yeah. that were there. Yeah. And I, I saw that, and you know, I was like, oh man, I really wish I could be there. Um, but you know, I was, I, I'm from Jersey, so I'm, I'm a far ways away. So you know, when I saw that they were doing another one, I was like, oh, this is the perfect opportunity to show up and spread the message, and, and that's exactly what happened. Yeah, and then they had this. They had the second one that he was at on Friday, the, just a few days ago. Yep, just yesterday. And we're going to be doing one that's anti-mask mandate on Tuesday. So there's like three different protests going on. Two of them have already happened. One's coming up, and I bet at ours on Tuesday we're gonna get some resistance. And who knows? There might be more after that because I don't get. See, this is what gets me, and I'm gonna say this with the protests is that. Our campus is roughly, because there was a survey that measured this and then of all students, and then there's the actual vaccination submitted number, and they're both 83%. 83% of students in a survey said they're fully vaccinated, 83% of on-campus students reported to the university their vaccination status and proved they're vaccinated. Why are they so butthurt that only 83% are vaccinated, which is much you know higher than the rest of the country. They're I'll beta tell you, bitches. No, it's, it's because they have buyer's remorse, okay? Because they are, you know, as I believe that some of them are genuinely stupid, and I believe that some of them realize that they were duped into getting the vaccine. They are looking at everything that's going on in terms of real news. I'm sure you guys saw the report that broke just uh, yesterday that now their natural immunity has proven to be better than the Pfizer vaccine when it comes to the Delta variant. Huge yep. breaking report out of Israel. Uh, <laughs> you were look, There was reports out of Sweden who didn't do the lockdown approach. They did the herd immunity approach where everyone just, you know, get it. And they fared way better. And, and then also, right, how about the fucking Taliban, right? How about Afghanistan? A 0.6% COVID vaccination rate. And, and I, for whatever reason, don't see Afghans dropping like flies. Do be of fair. The Delta all the women over there wear fucking hijabs. It's not like they're, you know. <laughs> well, that was and, only and, recently that it started. That was only recently. And I'm but sure, you... compared to all the shit that's going on over there, I'm sure COVID's the least of their fucking worries. <laughs> right? but, but the point, the point is, is, is that you have people who are experiencing buyer's remorse, and they need to bring everyone down with them. There mm. is no science to even the freaking CDC director. The vaccines can no longer prevent transmission, right? So at that point, the what the hell is the point? And then you also had that Royal Navy ship that departed out of the UK, fully vaccinated crew, and yet cases still happened on board. So it, it just goes to show that the vaccines, unfortunately, don't really work. Max masks don't work, and they never worked outdoors, which just adds insult to injury that you know people were masks outdoors and then after you see in the video my face is like all bloody and shit and these people keep getting close to me knowing that i haven't taken the vaccine the dude who assaulted me wasn't even wearing a mask so there's absolutely no principle to be had on the other side you should have told him to socially distance the whole time like yo yo, yo six feet six feet <laughs> no, you should have said you should have said i had eight i have eight <laughs> oh they might the like that from you. i i no, well, see, i feel like <laughs> That's what pisses me off, you know? They're so fucking, like, pro-vaccine man and all this other bullshit and so afraid of drugs, but they're the ones who are having all these fucking sex parties. Mm -hmm. You know, they're all the liberal ones who think it's okay to go and, like, have sex with 20 dudes a night, but, you know, you have to go and wear the goddamn mask. 
Yeah. I, I have a question though. I have a, I have a question for you, Avi, and and I need you to be as honest as you can, okay? And it's a very serious question, <laughs> okay? Uh, on a on a scale from one to ten, uh, how no. how uh, the um, ten being the absolute worst, or no, one being the absolute worst. How ugly were the women at these protests? <laughs> women in quotation marks. Well, that, yes. that's the thing. I mean, I don't think I spotted any identifiable trannies at the protest, but dude, all of these women were ugly as fuck. I mean, the most unfuckable people you could possibly yeah. imagine all happened to be congregated at that single event. Dude. Old people, Karens, the, the lesbian-looking haircut, Ellen shit oh, going yeah. on. Oh, the yeah. goth ones, you know, with the fucking... You know, I saw her. A, a, be a belly ring everywhere, you know, tattoos out of the wazoo, so nobody you, you that you... <laughs> So you remember, like, so we we were at the um, when we were at the Sargon event, the uh, I, we were looking at the all the protests. We had we had a shit ton of protesters there, and like one of them straight up looked like L, uh, Andy Milanakis, right? And and I was like, oh shit, man, do, do they got a celebrity? I might I might want to get his autograph. They're like, no, that's a, that's a, that's a chick. I'm like. <laughs> Yeah, if you don't know the backstory yeah. on that, we I used to be a chapter president for Turning Point on campus, and oh, that's sick, man. Yeah, it was a good time, and because we, we I try to do controversial speaking events for to push the boundaries and to get Penn State to be a bit more free speech, and we did one with YouTuber Sargon of Akka and Hunter Avalon, and funny enough, Hunter started uh. going far left after we brought him, so we broke him, but Sargon remains pretty solid. He's He's pro-Trump, pro-Brexit, and they lost their minds when we brought him because he made some edgy jokes back in the day and still does, but they got so, so just, like, up in arms. The college Dems made a statement condemning it. The university even condemned it. I mean, everybody was condemning it, and we did it, and all these protesters were outside, and they were just disgusting i wish i had my shirt on that i have now from milo that says everybody who hates me is ugly because it's so true it is so true everybody there was disgusting and all of us inside were normal looking people and to be fair this is the same university that brought a uh, well-known domestic terrorist yeah. over with open arms yeah they brought bill ayers who is literally like the godfather of Antifa, but who started the Weather Underground. He, like, he's kind of what started all these violent left-wing movements in modern America. And it's okay to bring him. It's, it's okay, but you bring a guy that makes a few edgy jokes, can't have that. Dude, I've already been condemned by members of the UPA student body. Nice. You know, actually, <laughs> I, I actually, believe it or not, I, I am planning on running for student body president uh, this spring. Nice, uh, nice. Dude, I don't give a fuck, man. I truly believe, you know, I, I'm going to be running. I, I know you guys lean more towards the conservative end. I, I'm personally, I, I'm libertarian anarcho-capitalist. That, that's kind of my mindset. And, you know, I, I believe that I can reach enough students to get them off of this woke bullshit nonsense and, and vote me in because I am so sick and tired of seeing these woke social justice warriors running the show. And I also found out that if you become president of the uh, Penn State student body, you actually get a meeting with Governor Wolf. So, oh my, or the governor at the time, you know, of Pennsylvania. So, God, I can't wait to sit down with that man. Um, <laughs> 
Well, I, I can tell you too. We've been condemned by UPUA as well with the Sargon event. They they have this whole meeting, yeah. and one they of the guys calls Nazis. It. We put it. Did, Sean put it on fucking YouTube. They didn't even see it, and they condemned it. <laughs> yeah, it's on this channel actually. So if you ever want to check it out, it's, yeah, it's on one of our playlists. Yeah, I'll send it to you. I mean, it was just. Um, I have the protest footage I can send you too, but that's off YouTube for legal reasons. But it, it it's amazing how just much of an echo chamber there are. There's one guy we know in there that's cool. Um, I won't say his name on air, but I'll say off air. But he's really cool, and he could help you out if you want to run for anything. He will be your best resource because you know maybe you go for president, maybe you go for something else. He can help you out either way. Because that's something that we've been trying to do for the past couple of years is get more people like you, like him, anybody just as rational, anybody that isn't insane, that's a little bit closer to the center, you know? I think the, I think the problem is, is that people who aren't insane don't don't actually run exactly. for, for spots because they don't they don't believe it's worth it. And, yeah. Or they, they fear for their safety. I mean, they fear that they're going to get injured in the process of it. And, you know, those are real legitimate fears uh, i can tell you firsthand um but you know somebody needs to to just fucking do it and, and and speak for people and you know i could only imagine if i was to win student body president the react i mean it would be like a trump moment i mean it, it would really be comparable to to a trump moment but that that's for later that's for later well i'm glad you hear here that you're still gonna be fighting because some people that get into your situation, honestly, like I've heard it before, they'll get a little bit, you know, they'll get their feet wet. They, they might not get punched, but they'll just get their feet a little wet, and they realize it's too much, and they get out, for better or worse. But there's people like me and you that are just like, who cares? Let's go deeper. <laughs> let's, let's keep going. Yeah. Oh, the balls to the wall. So is everyone here a Penn State alum? Um, except for Sam. Yeah, except Sam. I, I'm a, I'm the resident Florida man here. I go to uh, the University of South Florida, which isn't which isn't quite as bad as uh they're not they're not quite as woke, but like even you know, I mean it is Florida, so it is somewhat based, but you know oh, it it's is very a university, based. so you know I even I have had to fight my battles somewhat, but at least they they don't. They don't mandate the, uh, they don't mandate the, uh, mask, the mask. jab. They're, tr they're trying to mandate the masks, but we'll see how that goes. It, it's not, that's not going to go over too well if, if they try that. So. Well, guess who we might have joining us, uh, though, add to the conversation, Sam. Oh, oh, really? Yes, yes, his name begins with a J. <laughs> The former co-host of the Whitfield. Uh, yes, yes. Alex, what what did you got going on in the background? I don't know, man. Yeah, hacks. Found to start. No, my fans started making noises. I don't know what the fuck it was. It's from. The feds, man, they're on to us again. <laughs> must have YouTube open or something. It was fucking weird. I started hearing that. I thought it was someone on the voice chat. Yeah, me too. I was like, do, do we have a challenger approaching us? That snuck in. But, yeah, it's honestly, like, you said you're a junior. What, what's your been experience been like being just not a leftist on campus for your first couple years? Well, I actually came from a satellite campus. I came from Abington. So this oh, is my shit. First... That's where my girlfriend yeah, used to go. My... 
my so this is my first week at, at U Park, and also you know a year and a half of my time at Abington was spent online. So in terms of a quote unquote college experience, I pretty much had none of that. So it, I'm more or less a freshman, you know, per se, with, with junior level credits. Uh, <laughs> so I really have no experience, you know, to, to speak on, you know. I, I can only say, you know, my first four days on campus, you know, I just kind of, you know, meandered to class, ate in the dining hall, yeah. so, you know, just kind of watch time go by. And I'm like, you know what? I need to get involved here. I need to do something. You know what? We're going to do some activism. And that's Good. what happened. That's kind of my story, too. When I started on campus, I oh, was... Oh, dude, your first fucking year, man, you were involved with some shit. No, I meant my first year. Sorry, I thought he meant first few days, not first years. But, you know, you're right. Um... Before, I thought it was before your first day. You were in summer and you were still getting into shit. <laughs> well, no, well... The first couple weeks of summer semester, I was kind of meandering around, but I think it was the third week or the second week, I joined the Trump Club, and then that's that's when shit started going down. Trump Club? Uh, oh, it was so much fun, dude. It was probably the best. My senior year, my freshman year, the bookend of my time, they were probably my best years because they were both during – one was when I was in during election season. The other was as turning point president in senior year. But freshman year was insane. Like, and Alex is right. Like, for a little bit, like, just at the very beginning, I was, like, only meandering around for, like, a little bit. Like, it didn't take long till I found the Penn State Trump Club on Reddit, DM'd them, got to the first meeting, met a few people, some interesting characters. And then on the first day of my fall semester – we came back to um, where the first college Republicans meeting was. And the big deal with that was they, over the summer, rigged the poll and uh, voted to supposedly not endorse Trump. They're one of the few colleges, few college Republican chapters that wouldn't do it. And so we came all in like an army of MAGA hats, just flooded the freaking room and gave their president shit because he rigged the poll because he hated Trump and he was a closeted Democrat running the college Republicans. And we had imagine if uh, you think that they fucking rig elections in college, dude. No, he he fucking did. Dude, I was there it isn't for that. the first one. <laughs> Every year, the college Republicans, except maybe recently, rigged their own elections for their e board. It's insane. We were getting red pilled on election fraud before 2020. <laughs> That's crazy. Okay, do you guys think? Do you guys think that the election was stolen from Trump? Absolutely. I yes. don't know if we can say that on YouTube. Oh yeah, true. Oh, oops. It was it was Forgot borrowed. That. It was borrowed without permission. It, it totally it totally was a wink wink wink. Yeah. Well, I mean that that's okay. I've 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 already made videos on this, and my my channel is still standing for now. Oh, we have uh, a king that just joined us. We have another king. Let's go. Yes, yes we have a uh, we have a former friend of the uh, well, still a friend, but former co-host of the Whitfield Report. Yes, uh, I gave him the admin privileges. With us, so. Wait, who is it? Is it or Apex? No, it's it's our boy Jeff. Jeff, you can join now. We I gave you the permission, or the uh, roll the roll. Oh, That's what's called in Discord. We'll have him join. I guess maybe he'll give a dissenting opinion. We'll see. Oh, I think he's in. Oh, we, need, we, need, we need to talk about that professor of his. <laughs> yeah, we can talk about Sam later, too. Hey, Jeff, can you hear us? Dude, it's the return of J Ham back on the Whitfield Report. Let's go. Jeff, how are you doing? <laughs> Dude, I was. 
laying in bed listening to this, and there's a damn echo chamber, and I was like, huh, maybe I can maybe disprove some of the things that you guys believe that all liberals on campus believe, such as... Oh, wait, 80... wait before, before you speak, who who is this guy? Just can we get a little introduction? Yeah, let's give an intro. I, I tweeted you, actually. But yeah, somebody else introduced me. Uh, so, if do you know about Social 19, um, Avi? Yes, I'm taking that class, uh, Sam Richards, that guy. Yes, Dude, yes. you're taking the class right now? Let's go. I'm taking the class right now, yeah. Dude, come say hi to me on Tuesday. Dude, are you in the, um, oh, is there I'm only the... one session? Y yeah, there's only one session. Alright, no, the... then I'm in your DJ. class. He's a DJ yeah, and tech guy. Wait, are you, are you the dude behind the scenes? Yeah, yeah, I'm one of the guys behind the scenes. Dude, are you in the Twitch chat? Um, not really. Not this okay. semester, just because I've been trying to get everything set up, and we, every semester we have a brand new team that I have to teach. Literally reteach the wheel to every semester. Okay, because so. I was getting into a spat with some of the mods in the Twitch chat. I don't know if that was Dude, you. Dude, are you the guy that was fucking chatting the, the uh, snowflake next to your goddamn name? <laughs> wait, wait. Yeah, was I with the... Wait, say that again? I don't know what the symbol was, but it looked like a snowflake or something. A star, maybe? <laughs> star David. Not I a star, have... David. <laughs> no, there was this one guy who was like, are you guys telling the professor who I am? Yeah, because yeah, that's, that, was me, that was me. That was yeah, me. That was me. No, he, I'll tell you the truth. Sam doesn't know who's doing what on their devices, and we for sure don't know who the hell you are. <laughs> so, like, even though I'm talking to you right now, if you come in on Tuesday and don't say shit to me, I'm not going to know who you are. Like, I just, there's 750 people in that room. I'm not going to be able to tell who you are. Like, right. Dictator Phil, Dictator Phil took this class. I don't know who he is to this day. I don't know who, what you're, what you look like. I don't know if you're six foot five or four foot three. I have no fucking idea. There's too many people. So, but yeah. Yeah, I was um, to, to, and, give, uh, to give my, okay, you are going to go, my bad. I was just going to say, Social 19, back in the day, I was conservative podcaster with Sam, uh, and then... And then I'm not a conservative podcaster anymore. But I'm not really like a, you know, hardcore SJW either. I kind of, I like to think I see things in the middle. Like you guys are talking about how 84% of campus or undergrads are vaccinated. I don't think you need the, the vax mandate. I, I don't. I think if they did it, I mean, I have the fucking vaccine. I don't care. But I think if 84%, for the most part, we're fine. Yeah. Uh, it, it'll change. It'll depend. In a couple of weeks or maybe a month. If the Delta variant comes through and we have huge sores of people, like numbers rising, then maybe we have to relook at that. But as of right now, it's fine. It's fine. Well, at it's least you're awesome. sensible on that because those professors out there outdoors wearing masks demanding the mandate for the vaccine, it's idiotic. It just looks idiotic seeing that. <laughs> yeah. I, um, you know, if, if I can comment on the, on the professor here. Uh, so, I mean, my, my first impression of the guy you know, the first class we literally spent debating why we refer to God as a he and not a she. I mean, in my opinion, that was a totally wasteful amount of brain energy. And then he was also mentioning some Fox News thing. I actually searched up the clip and the YouTube video in question, which the professor unlisted, so he doesn't even want it public. And I saw the fucking video, and he was certainly not taken out of context. He took nah, a dude. black student okay. and a white student, and he put them next to each other, and he made the white student be like that he's better because of his skin color. Yeah, There's dude. no okay. way around no, no, that. No, no, no. Let, no. Let, let, Here we go. Hold on. No, no, no. <laughs> so, hold on. I can, hold on. I can... Je go ahead. Go ahead. Jeff, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Look, 
uh, it's good that you're on here because you can kind of give a little bit of context because we we've been kind of saying some stuff because it's been in some of the news airwaves. But since you're right. like here, you could give more context. I, so thank you for being on here anyway, by the way. So yeah, thank you. Sorry about that. Um, so the reason I was unlisted is just because Sam was getting, I mean, a shit ton of messages this entire summer and voicemails and death threats and all of that. So they decided we're just going to take down. I don't know why he didn't take down all the videos. Like he said, he was going to, some of them are up. I think it's just because it's a, it's a boomer moment and he just didn't realize <laughs> the fact that he didn't privatize every video. And we were just going to wait until the beginning of the semester. And then we're going to re put all the videos up. It's not that we're hiding the information. It's just for right now, we wanted to put all of that aside. And the video that you're talking about specifically, it is completely taken out of context because what we're talking about is if you have two people who are exactly the same, because my mom and I disagree on a lot of things, but one of the things we talk about is like this. So if you're applying for jobs and it's you and a person of a different race, if we are truly equal, then if everything is equal about the resume, then they should have the equal percentage of a chance to get the job. But what we find is that they don't. Uh, the white guy has uh, a white guy with a white guy without a criminal record, black guy with black guy without a criminal record. And what we see is even if the black dude with the criminal or without the criminal record, he's going to get less callbacks than the white dude with a criminal record. And it's just like, okay, that's a study that has been done over and over again. And I would actually like to see it redone now because I think it's a little outdated. But I want to see if that still holds. And if it does, then what he was saying is if you're going to walk across that stage you're going to say i whomever i am i have an equal shot of getting a job but when we look at the numbers and we look at the studies that, that are done that, that account for all of this shit same gpa same level of university same club because people will be like well you know this person might have been a part of a club that got him this job and that kid wasn't a part no everything's the fucking same and what we see is that time and time again for some reason and it's not trying to prove like there's distinct racism because that's not the point of the class he's trying to point towards like why is this happening what's the cause of this and maybe we can then talk about what we can do to fix that pretty much that that was the clip that was just in context and that wasn't the one on fox news that was on misinformation the one on fox news sam was talking about how crazy it is that coca-cola was doing their anti-white like diversity training and he was making fun of the fact that they were saying white people have to be less arrogant and, and more empathetic and all this shit. And it was just like, that's not white people, that's just people. Like some people are gonna be more empathetic and some people are gonna be less empathetic. And in order for us to be the holistic community that we wanna be, like where everyone is equal, then we should all be a little bit more empathetic. But it was just taken so far out of context of like him, practically Mark Stein was saying, Sam Richard just saying this stuff and he was making fun of it. And he, that's why, he, and for Sam, I saw Sam put out a tweet and he was like, I can't wait to hear Sam's excuse for this because it was a, a joke or whatever. I'm like, Sam, you're the first person who on your podcast every fucking week, you talk about how we can't censor comedy and we can't silence these people. And then a, a joke you don't like comes up and then it's just like, well, fuck this dude. Like, come on. Well, right. I, I do say that every week. Oh, wait, you're talking out a different Sam. Yeah. Uh, no, I, I, <laughs> no, I'm talking thing... about you, Sam. The one thing I'm talking about you, go ahead. But the one thing that I do respect, but the one thing I do respect about Sam Richards is he's definitely like pro free speech. Like he's definitely yeah. a yeah. pro free speech guy. 
And, and you remember, even yeah, uh, you remember when um, when he he had the Sargon event, like like when when we had the Sargon event, he was saying he was saying I forget what, it was something like uh, when freedom of speech is curtailed in society, it's almost mm -hmm. always the people with the least amount of power that feel the greatest impact of those yep. of those curtailed freedoms. Like, and he's right. I mean, it, it's a it's a good point, and like. So he he understands at least more than a lot of these like leftist li um, professors do, like the, the the total picture, or maybe some of these other professors don't care, but at least like Sam Richards understands that part of the conversation. So I do respect him for that. Speaking from my you know experience in the class and the, what I've seen you know online and after hearing uh, what what Jam has had to say, you know I I, I vehemently disagree. Yeah, I, I do believe he's woke. I do believe that the majority of what he said so far and is total garbage. Uh, hopefully, I'll be proven wrong at some point, but uh, I, mean, I, I still think very little of make, him. You can't make that assumption after literally one class of him is, doing something that was edgy like that, and then the second class wasn't even his opinion. He was talking about, he was talking to people who've worked in Afghanistan, and then we talked to a person who's in Afghanistan still. So like, the, you don't, you haven't even sat through classes. Like you have to, if you're going to go through a sociology class, because it's not an engineering class or it's not a mathematics class where this isn't relevant like this whole sh all this shit is relevant so give it some time think about it Open i'm gonna stick it out i'm, I'm not right, i'm no, not no, gonna totally. drop the course i'm not gonna drop the course i'm gonna stick it out i'm gonna finish it out um i mean I, i'm just I, i'm not even 100 sure what the hell i'm supposed to be currently learning in the course i'm just kind of just hearing stories like i i don't even know like what the hell is this course about <laughs> we've talked about god's gender in afghanistan like i, I don't understand okay, well, okay, so well his Jenner twitter handle sam's way. twitter handle is i unlearn remember that <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. Yeah, I'm so making a joke, but uh, you know, I see yeah. what you're coming from. Uh, no, so oh, real so quick, why is about... go ahead? Why is God's gender coming up in a uh, race relations class? That because does... it's not just race. It's race, ethnicity, culture. The course is actually titled incorrectly now. It's, it's actually been updated, but the university takes fucking forever to do anything. So it's that's actually, true. It also, is a culture class. So the reason we were talking about God's gender is because we're talking about the way in which we view the world through a masculine lens. And there's many religions in the world that have God as a female. If you take DMT or have ever heard of anybody taking DMT, which is, in my humble opinion, what happens our afterlife is just a chemical reaction in our brain. But every single time anybody does a DMT trip, it's always a female. And it's like, yeah, because God burst everything. God is definitely a female. But the point is, it doesn't matter if it's a male or female, but we have this way in our culture of always seeing what was that laugh about? Like, well, it's definitely a female. Yeah, I, I, I did, I did drugs. That, that means it's a female. Yeah, you know what? God is definitely a female. Yeah, how about only, God is is, is gender a, binary? Does he also have a belly a, ring too? Look, like gender binary? You look, mean gender non-binary? Look. Oh, I'm God, sorry. Wrong, yeah. wrong term. Yeah, wrong made-up term. Right, female. I, I use the wrong made-up term. God is one hundred percent a female. Yeah, I'd think that fucking God would probably be transgender if you think about it, because isn't he supposed to be everything? You know, why right, can we, we not relive my first sociology class? Can we? Can we? <laughs> why why we just call him Zizozum? I did smell scum. Well, well I, what I don't get about the DMT thing is that doesn't necessarily prove anything about God. That just I mean, proves you're tripping and you're God, seeing. Right. Yeah. So, 
God is God is energy. If you yeah. if so if he's we the force. Well, I was. I mean, I, I mean, mean, I'm most... more of a Zoroastrian than anything. So yeah, oh, exactly. Most most. Uh... What the hell is that? It's Zoroastrianism. Yeah, what is it's, that? I actually don't know what it it's, is. It's, it's some uh, Middle Eastern bullshit. It's some Middle Eastern bullshit, right? It's uh, it was a religion that started 1500 years before uh, Jesus, and for the most part, Jesus came to Earth. Sorry, uh, and for the most part, it was the first monotheistic religion in which they believed in dualism. So they believed in a perfect being that created everything, and they believed in a horrible, evil spirit that destroys everything. And it's and if you are a Christian and you want to learn more about your religion, highly recommend reading the Bible in a way that you don't interpret things the way that you want to and instead read it chronologically. Isn't that the whole because... fucking point of a religion, though? Is that kind of the whole point of a religion, is that you interpret things the way they're meant to be interpreted? Like, like I don't sit I mean, and ponder Hanukkah, and I'm like, to. wait, why why is it this holiday 11 nights instead of 8? Like, it's, it's just fucking 8 nights. Like, <laughs> that's all there is to it. Uh, that's a stupid-ass argument, but okay. Uh, and then we're going to... Yeah, so, it pretty much is just the basis of all of religion, because if you look at how Judaism transformed after the... 550 BCE or, or BC. Sorry, I didn't mean to trigger anybody. Um, then you'll see how the religion really impacted because before Jews didn't believe in any type of afterlife, not until after 550 when Zoroastrianism came in and they had you know a heaven and a hell. So I mean, it was just very influential, and so I believe in you know, God as a spirit and a perfect being, but I don't believe in all the other bullshit. Well, God is a woman. Okay, God is a woman, sure. and you know, and, and, and I say that because no one can be this big of a cunt to the people <laughs> of the world. Okay, <laughs> only a woman could be that big of a cunt. Hey, hey Jim, I got Jim, I got what? a question. Do you know about uh, because this this was the whole point of this session right here. I'm just curious if, if you're looped in on it. Jim, are you aware of what happened Friday regarding me? Yeah, dude, I was tweeting at you. I tweeted a shit ton at you this morning. Wait, what's your uh, what's your Twitter handle? Uh, propaganda PhD. Oh, nice. his ass fucking blocked me. <laughs> Who did I block? Block my Twitter account. I, 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 don't, I, even, I don't even know ever talking to you, but apparently I'm blocked. I, I so there's... Wait, 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 wait. I don't know who's talking to me. I'm, my phone is in my pocket. This is, this is Alex that was talking. Alex. Oh, uh, no, I'm Sean, but that like was Alex talking. I, I can't, I can't find it. What the hell is it? Propaganda PhD. Yep. Follow him. Well, that, that's a fair, that's a fair name for Sam's class, though. Follow him. Follow him, folks. Oh, I think I found it. Oh, that's you. Oh, oh yeah. Okay, yeah, I remember too. So, do you think that what I did, Sam Richards, would advocate for the beating of me, or like, what what do you think his view on that would be? So I I'm not going to talk as a spokesperson for Sam Richards. You'd have to ask him directly because I'm not him. Um, okay. I know fair that enough. personally. I, I don't support the, the beating of you. I also wouldn't have wanted a person in a counter-protest talking about vaccines and mask mandates to be walking around throughout a crowd without a mask on, without being vaccinated, and scream, like yell. I, I don't know if you were actually yelling, because the videos suck, but I assume you were talking and speaking in front of this group of, or this, this crowd of people, and especially with the Delta variant. I mean, vaccines aren't 100% effective. Yeah, but he's not gonna either. kill anyone. Oh my god, that's, that's, I mean... that's so stupid. Oh, so it's okay to go and beat him then? So wait, Jim, you believe that the science okay. supports yeah. wearing masks outdoors? You, you believe that? Okay. I don't 
don't know how deep down the rabbit hole we want to get with this. So, no, like, so again, I don't think it's a problem of, of if you had a mask on or not. I think it was the fact that you were, again, I don't support you getting punched or, or beaten up or anything. Again, the videotapes I've seen, it didn't, the person seemed as though they pushed your sign down and maybe the sign hit you. I don't know. I wasn't there. It, literally, I saw like three videos, so I could be completely wrong. By the way, I would 100% contact uh, the university because there are a shit ton of cameras on yeah, all yeah, yeah. I've, already put it, I've already put in the Pennsylvania right to know shit. That, that'll all eventually cool. come through. Cool, 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 cool. Yeah, because yeah, it's public university. You have access to that shit. If um, I'm interpreting what you're saying correct, Jeff, is what you're saying is that since he was being a little provocative to them, that it's like, not that he deserved what happened to him, but he kind of was asking for was, in a way. Is that what you're trying to say? I, again, I wouldn't say asking. <laughs> I I'm, I'm not trying to put words in I'm I just would, trying to clarify it. I would just, I would say that unacceptable is, is the reaction that they gave you. However, as human beings are imperfect, I, I understand or can see why they may have reacted the way they did. Again, I don't support it in any way, but um, if you wanted to counter protest, just fucking stand in the back with your signs. Like, cool. Like, your voice is being heard in that moment. And again, I only know how many people were there. It looked to, to me about like 150 people. 50 yeah, they're, they're a lot around 100 ish. Yeah, like that, that 16 year old chick was begging for it, right? She she shouldn't have drank. She shouldn't have drank that spiked Pepsi. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> no, I'm fucking. I'm fucking with you. No, I yeah, you I mean, my my attitude is is that you know when we we were talking before Jam came in is that like when you guys had the you know the the turning point chapter and you had the Sargon come and shit like that like that was like you know a booked event. There was security. Like if you wanted to protest, you had to be outdoors. There was a secured perimeter. When I went there, I looked. I I, I looked for auxiliary police. I looked for sworn Leos. I I looked for a perimeter. And I saw none of that. And I actually emailed the Office of Student Conduct prior to this happening. I was like, yo, can you clarify, like, your protest policies? And they were basically like, look, as long as you're in a group under 10, if you're not a recognized university org, you can go wherever, whenever, and you just can't use a megaphone unless it's after 5 o'clock. So I, I went, and, and I didn't see any, you know, fucking cops or anything like that. So I was like, fuck it. So, you know, I'm going to go in the crowd. And, yeah, uh, there's... There's a rule I like to live by. It's called be bad. Don't be a dick. Even though something is in against the rules, doesn't mean you should necessarily do it. So right, I mean, so I, no, you totally did the right thing. Disagree. But like, he was being he a dick then. What? How the fuck is he being a dick? It, the people hating him are the dicks. It's a figure of fucking speech. Okay, it's not like he's actually being a dick. But just even though something's not against the rules, you don't have to do it. Like, and it, and you were from the videos again. I saw, and I could be completely wrong, but it looked like you were going in and out of the like, groups of people. Okay, like, okay, okay, so you know why? Did you see the people constantly following, pressing their bodies up against me, trying to box me in and, like, keep me in a closed, confined space? Dude, I, I was low-key worried that, like... Old main lawn. Dude, they were following me everywhere. Everywhere I went. I was just trying to get some breathing room. <laughs> You're trying to social distance, I see. <laughs> I wasn't trying to social distance. Dude, they, they weren't trying to social distance. They, they wanted to be on top of me. They could have killed you, okay. Avi. Yeah. They were a threat to your life. They're the equivalent of like a Barcelona football player. They're like <laughs> fucking diving. <laughs> <in there. laughs>
Isn't that kind of a bit ironic, though? These people are protesting for these vaccines and shit, and they yeah, are doing social distancing. Yeah, you should have told yeah, them, six feet, bro, six feet. Push, you know, I get thought back. it was interesting, the guy who ripped my poster and uh, gave me the, the bloody nose, even after I was bleeding out of my nose, he was still, like, right in front of me, and I could see the blood getting on his shirt as I was talking, and I told him, I'm like, dude, I'm getting blood on your shirt, like, do you want to, like, back, and he just kept, he was still there, like, he was totally unfazed, and he even wore a fucking mask, so, like, th there's no principled, uh, you know, reasoning with these people. Do you, do you have footage of you getting ass assaulted? Yes. I'll send to you, Sam. Yeah, I, I mean, I have two videos of the event. So you yep. said you had three. So you have an, uh, one more video I, than I did. Maybe, but the maybe I saw three. I don't fucking remember. There, there's a 17-second video that shows the build-up to it. You, When the guy takes my poster, you see the backswing of the forearm hit me in the face. And, and that's what I believe gave me the bloody nose. Sam, I just sent to you on Twitter right now. <clears throat> yeah, so I'll, I'll just, like, I, I, I'm always going to condemn violence for, for that. So, like. I don't ever support that, but, uh, yeah. Well, you should consist on that, because some people that I met aren't, and they literally think, oh, you're a Nazi because you wear a MAGA hat, so therefore you should be punched. It's justified, so. No, I, I mean, yeah, I appreciate that. Because if you ever say that somebody who wears a MAGA hat is a fascist, then you obviously don't know what a fucking fascist is, so. Yeah, exactly. Well, yeah, and that's the thing with these people. Like, the Sargon event is the epitome of this. When... You try talking to these people, and I, I've learned years ago that you just can't reason with them, so just have fun with them and not take it seriously or take it too personally because they, I mean, I hate to be blunt about this, but they usually are mentally ill people that have some issue, and it becomes a revenge of the nerd scenario. And I'm not saying everybody in the left's like that, but I'm talking about these protesters that are aggressive, they're in your face, that are out there and then i mean you see these people and it's like i feel bad for them at a certain point because i'm like you know they could be living a much happier better life but i can tell these are not happy people they have something up their ass they have something in their head and this is how they're coping with their dealing with it. it's the best kind of explanation i can come up with is that it's now, i i would i would actually to, you know to be fit I was going to say, I would, I would disagree with that. And the reason why is because everything you just said about, you know, the left is exactly what they think about us. Whenever we go protest, they think that we're loathsome, depressing, idiotic human beings. So, I mean, hmm. it's really an opinion that, you know, you can't really... I, I disagree it. because there's a big difference between when they protest and when we protest is when, when and I'm talking about the, the cases like with you and with... Um, I'll say Trump rallies, I'll use as an example on the Sargon thing, is mostly the right is peaceful when they protest, mostly. The left, yes, they have a lot of peaceful protesters, but they have Black Lives Matter, they have Antifa that destroys cities. We don't do that. We don't Literally destroy six. cities. Yeah, that, that was, that was one, one event. That was <laughs> one time. Yeah, and that was that, and, and there were fed and there were federal the informants. That was America's 9-11. AOC thought she was gonna get <laughs> raped at the Capitol despite her <laughs> not being there, guys. <laughs> she must have gotten gotten the tip from the feds that they were setting that whole thing up, but you know. <laughs> and what, what did they do? Did they, how many buildings did they burn down with that? Like yeah. January 6th was a fucking joke. Yeah, no. And, and I look, mean, uh, if I, you look at the damages done by Black Lives Matter and the damages done on January 6th, I'd have to look up the numbers again. But I mean, and in the words of Joe Biden, that was four to five days ago. <laughs> yeah. Well, my point being though is that they tend to 
go more extreme. And I've tried talking to these people that are at the front of these protests. Again, it's not all of them, but the ones that are the crazy ones, look, they have like purple hair. They're usually obese. There's always something that, and look, I'm bringing that up not to be mean to them, but the right will mock them for this. And there is that stereotypical SJW image for a reason. And that's what I'm saying is these are people that were probably bullied in school when they were younger. And now they kind of think, oh, shit, who's the guy that bullied me in school? It was a straight white male jock that was good looking, had a girlfriend. He's the problem. Yeah, the Chad. And so this is where I think it's revenge of the nerves. It's they want to get back at those people. It's, so it's really funny because you guys are talking left? about the fact that people on the, people on the right are demonizing, or sorry, the people on the left always demonize the people on the right for being low, low, uh, low bar scumbags. And then literally, you guys a moment ago were talking about the fact that you could transfer AIDS to fucking air and <laughs> people who are le- like purple hair and yellow hair and stuff. And it's like, well, am I wrong? Well, that's what I'm, I'm I mean, not saying not it's all of them, but I'm not wrong. Well, look, look, I look, I, I, in 2020, I was on the Trump campaign. I got to see every face of the right. It's, it's, I know they have their issues. They have their issues. You get your fucking boomers. Okay. Yeah, we we have our cute, we have our cute tards. Okay. So, you know, we have, yeah. yeah, Don't get me started on Q. I'll probably get more triggered than you, (laughs) but probably. It pisses me off, but because I get these people like when I was on the campaign, this one chick I was talking to on the phone, I was like, you know, hey, you want to volunteer? She's like, I don't know. And I'm like, you know, it'd be a fun time and you could win some hearts and minds and do something bigger and make a big impact on the world. And she's like, nah, I don't know. But, you know, I really like some of the stuff I see on the Internet. Like, have you seen the latest Q drop? And I was like, oh, fucking hell. And I had to sit there for 15 minutes of her explaining to me how Hillary Clinton was actually, um, I going think. Going to prison? Yes, that she was actually going to go to prison and that even if Trump lost, that he would still be president. And I was like, <laughs> uh, ma'am, I hope you have a nice day. I'm going I, to, I, my boss is calling me. I'll see you later. <laughs> That that's nothing. I I there are a few QAnon people in my neighborhood still. So okay, so I'm I'm not really I'm not really pro jab, but my neighbor takes this to a whole new level where he's like, he's like the vaccine is actually if you take it your your DNA is going to be overwritten and then extraterrestrials oh are going to be able to over to uh overwrite your dna and they're gonna take over and i'm like oh so you mean invasion of the body snatchers <laughs> yeah i saw I, yeah that movie's been out for 40 years so yeah um, yeah and, and look it is true there are crazies on both sides any side any group is gonna have its crazies trust me even in turning point mostly cool people when i was running it but we had some crazies and we had to deal with them but there's different types of crazies in these groups, and that's why I'm saying that, like, yeah. oh, um, oh do you, don't get me sorry on Charlie. I don't know if I've updated when, you on that, Jeff, oh. but I hate Charlie big time now. Oh, thank fuck. Okay, so actually, I was gonna, I wanted to tell this earlier because one of the last things I thought before entering the call, I wanted to, I think I told you this before, and Sam obviously knows this, but I actually was gonna start the turning point chapter at Penn State. I didn't know that, the, yeah. I, I literally had like the giant box of like their posters and shit and I was like prepared to go to the university and say hey we want to start this club but 
because of personal reasons with Charlie Kirk being a dickhead to a friend of mine, I, I dropped it because I fuck him. Um, so thank you that you hate Charlie Kirk because he is a he's a sociopathic yeah. asshole. Dude, that, that allegedly, changed, allegedly, that, that event, allegedly. When he came, when he came to Penn State, it that oh. really changed. That changed my opinion. Because uh, I mean, I didn't changed really see mind. much. It, it, yeah, pretty much. No, I mean, I didn't see much. I didn't see much of Charlie Kirk, but then when I actually saw him, it was like he was kind of being a dick to the crowd. And I'm like, what, he started berating a Trump supporter. Yeah, and it, it was like, it was bad what do you guys think about Candace Owens? What do you think about her? She's uh, she's she's a grifter. she's good looking. <laughs> yo, she's hot. She's fucking hot, yo. <laughs> she probably fucked Charlie allegedly. Um, a, I know. Dude, she's cheating on her husband with Charlie. I I wouldn't I wouldn't you know. Allegedly, she, I've been told she did. Supporter. I don't. Come on, no way. No, I'm fucking around. There's no, no way man. She did he's that. a conservative. He has to be a virgin until he gets married. <laughs> uh, wait, 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 dude, don't yeah, get me know. started on those chicks. Oh man. What the trap oh, thoughts? Yeah, trap thoughts. Well, I will tell you this, Jeff. This is a little insider scoop. I, I've given it to these guys, but I can tell you too. When we did the Sargon event, so we invited on on my own. I invited <clears throat> Sargon of Akkad and Hunter Avalon. And I reached out to them. I told my field rep we were doing it. And he was out saying, because with Turning Point, you have to get approval for all your speakers. And I, I get why they do it, but it is the system they have. And so I was like, hey, can you, I sent the form in. I haven't heard back. You know, it's getting really close. Uh, am I, are they going to approve of them or not? And he's like, oh, I'm, I'm asking. We'll get to it. I, I, they should tell you soon. And so Sargon needed to get, like, his flights booked, like, ASAP. So I already told this guy like okay just book it i will do it it'll be fine and we booked his flight and then we were doing all the paperwork and then my field rep calls me and he's like hey i don't know how to break this to you but the, the turning point's cool of hunter but they don't want <laughs> yeah it's ironic now they're like but they don't know who this sargon of a cod guy is so they don't want you to bring him and i'm like bullshit they know who he is he's got a million subscribers everybody in these arenas knows everybody and he's like, you know, and he, he was just the messenger, but I was kind of telling him what I thought. And he's like, yeah, they want us to bring one of their people, so you do what you can. I was like, well, good news is uh, it's too late. Already signed contracts, and they're coming, so deal with it. <laughs> and, and what happened? What happened? What happened? Well, Turning Point was initially kind of like they didn't like they didn't want it to happen, but they came, they did it, and then since the event was a success, we packed the room with 200 people, and had some protesters that looked idiotic. They were okay with it then. They're like, "Oh, this is good." And that was the moment I started to really. I had my suspicions before, but that was the moment I started changing with them. Like, okay, you guys are free speech. You're pro free speech and all that, but you won't let us bring Sargon, who's literally like he said edgy stuff. He is still not the edgiest I could even think of bringing. I mean, he's what great. What does it have to do with an affair between Candace and Charlie? Oh no, that's a separate. No, that's oh a separate man, we we can dive into those can worms next. Are we gonna go into that? <laughs> we we could. Do that off air? Okay, okay, okay. We'll do that off air. Is there actually any? All right, fine, fine. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Or were you gonna say, was there any evidence? What you want? Were you wanna fucking? <laughs> no, like you guys just like. I mean, if it's just fucking rumor. video? What the hell? I'll tell you this. I'll tell you this. It's good. It's a good source. It's actually a good source. Yeah, we can talk about that. I know a guy that knows. Knows a guy. Don't worry about it. 
but the, the more my story is, Jeff, that I actually, that was the moment I started changing on them. And I, I do think the students are good people. The boots on the ground are good people. But once you get to the higher-ups is when it's awful. The chapters are great. The nationals are shit. Uh, and it is, it is hilarious to me that they said they had no idea who, uh... Oh, my God. Because... No, they, 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 they tried the same shit with me when, uh... I bet. When they, when they, uh, when they banned Brandy Love from the, uh... Oh, from Sass. From, like, from, yeah. yeah, from, from Sass, and they were like, well, we, we, we know that she's a conservative porn star, but we've never, we've, we've never seen what? any of the, We've never seen any of her videos. Bullshit. Well, so they do the same thing with Nick. They're like, we don't know who Nick Fuentes is. Is he the internet troll? It's like, Charlie, you know who he is. He's <laughs> trolling you, like, right and left. If you like it or not, you know who he is. It's probably time to, like, a cease and desist a few times. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, he's banned, he's, banned his, he's banned him from a bunch of shit, so he knows. Yeah, and that's the thing. It's like, you know, I'm not trying to, again, rag on any of the kids in Turning Point and the students, because they're all... Most of them are just your normal, typical Trump supporters. They're perfectly reasonable people, but it's like this select few that hold the positions of power that are just awful. And I and I don't like punching right, don't get me wrong, but I feel like more than ever I have to punch right to get our side to do better so that we can actually get shit done. Yeah, no, I agree with yeah. that. I mean, a lot of these guys up top are like, you know, they're just doing this shit to like become relevant. Like, it's not, it's more of a chasing relevancy more than acting. It's a very ego thing, too. Shit that you, you talk about, too. Yeah, yeah, it, it's very ego driven. And like, I know, like, I can't talk about this, but I, because if I signed an NDA, but I can say that I've also learned things in other places. I'll say that. About other political spaces and arenas, but it's it's a common trend. But there's still some good people that do try to work their way up, and there are some people that start off normal, and then once they start climbing these ladders, they go insane. It's it's not even just a political world though. Like the fucking porco world's just as bad, if not worse. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's the thing anywhere. I mean, basically, you get, like, a little bit of fame, and then some people just, they go crazy. Some people can handle it, others can't. And that just seems to be the way things have gone for, uh, you know, since the beginning of, since the beginning of time, I guess. Well, I think, too, uh, everybody changes when they get a little, when, they, when their life changes, to put it very simply, but when it changes to that degree... It's going to do something to you, but it depends on your personality and how you can deal with it. I mean, I know I have my issues. I know everybody has their issues, but these there, there's all, like a lot of people, too, that become famous if it's a rock star, an actor, too. They tend to be very messy and complicated people, you, and the most talented ones, especially. So yeah. it's, it's a complicated thing. I'm, I'm going to sound like Sam Richards here, but it's a bit nuanced. You know, so you got to kind of, you know, take take the good. And if as long as it outweighs the bad, you can kind of deal with the bad. Like, that's why I try to be too hard on some people. Exactly. Uh, 80-20 rule. Here's a hot take. Sociology is a scam. (laughs) 
Come yeah, in hot. Yeah, there's people in society that just scam. It's like, okay. Well, how can you actually really prove anything? It's all a bunch. It's like seeing the end result and like trying to go and hypothesize why. Okay, you know, black people aren't getting hired for this job, so it must be because of you know X. That, that's sort of what it seems to me. And I've taken sociology class, not with Sam, but I've taken other ones. Yeah, it it does seem like that. And then, I mean, if you look into the research, it's. And the number one thing I'll tell you about research, because I had to, I have to read a shit ton of it for grad school, but if you're going to read the abstract, at least read the methodology, because they'll tell you the biases that are going to exist in the study. So, like, if you don't do that, then you're going to look at this, you'll be like, that's bias. And it's like, it, they, they, their overall conclusion is based with that bias in mind, like, trying to compensate for it. So, and again, the, the entire thing about sociology is the fact that we have to look at society, you have to see, okay, what's happening, and then we have to go in and then try it's the same thing with science it's like okay so we see this and we have to try and prove it and the way that we try and prove it is by doing studies and sometimes it proves the same way that we thought the hypothesis is correct and sometimes it's not and so we have to look at why is it or why is it not well aren't we having a replication crisis with that with the whole social sciences field too what don't they have a replication crisis with um rep trying to replicate a lot of these results like a lot of these studies most of the replication issues is just because of funding. At least that's what it seems to me. Jim, Jim do you get paid to do the work in sociology, or like, are you a graduate student? Like, like, why do you do it? So, so I, I'm an employee of World in Conversation, and Sam is the director of development. So, part of that world intersects with Social 19. So, part of my job is Social 19, and I'm taking grad classes on the side to, you know, I guess further my education. Although. Yeah. I have actually a world conversation story I can tell you real quick that super- yeah, then, I, then I have to go because I'm, I'm in trouble okay uh -huh. no problem well in one of them and I, I wrote it I think I submitted this in like the survey because it kind of took away from the point of it even though I, I like the idea of it don't get me wrong like, I think it's good free speech open conversation but one girl when I was talking I was talking about how there are rich areas and poor areas and I referred to the poor areas as slum and she's like we don't use that word here and I was like what? I, I can't say that. She's like, no, we use a better word. I'm like, I didn't shit say hole. this, but I was going to be like, ghetto, shithole. Like, seriously, like, what do you want me to say? Uh, yeah, it, that's, that a, was that's a little a weird. Facilitator. And that's the problem with running, like, working with undergraduate students is the fact that we can train them as much as we can. And then, of course, they're going to have their biases pop in. But yeah. the idea of having two facilitators is that it, it, it knocks itself out, but it doesn't always happen that way. It's yeah. a flawed system, but the overall point, again, I agree with you. Like, open conversations um before i go i do want to say the reason that my twitter name is propaganda is a play on words because people say i'm you know a propagandist but it's actually if you look at it prop is all in caps because you know aviation is much cooler and i want to spread the word of aviation nice. which means that uh sam whitfield i might be coming down towards your area within the next year or so so i'm gonna have to stop Yo. by you you, you you better, I'm gonna hold you to that. So. How, far, how far is Lake Wales? Uh, an hour and a half, maybe? Yeah, yeah, about an hour and a half from where I'm at. So. Dude, I could probably yeah. fly there. It would take me fucking three hours to do that. Dude, I literally live right by the Sarasota Airport, so. Well, that's, <laughs> that's a restricted airspace that I'd have to talk to the, the, the tower first, but I can make it uh, work. Real quick before you go, you need to go and tell Sam to do a fucking lesson on Chris Chinks. I'd love to go and see that <laughs> shit. 
<laughs> on what? Yeah. On Chris Chan. Yes. Christian Chris Weston Ch Chandler. Okay, I'll I'll tell him that it's interesting to know. I don't know who that is or anything. But, oh, uh, there's a I, I, most, it's a 59 part, part YouTube documentary. Yeah, he fucked his mom. on YouTube just because uh, you can get into rabbit holes. Like for, I'm about to trigger all of you. Uh, I watched Vosh for way too long, and I was like, "Yeah, Vosh." And then I listened to a couple of his takes on some of his other points. I'm like, "What the fuck are you talking about, dude?" <laughs> he is a so, communist, so yeah, there will be some takes that are a bit out there. I mean, to say communist is a bit excessive. Uh, definitely a social. Well, he, he, def he identifies as a Marxist. He identifies as a uh, social democrat or some shit like that. I thought it was Marxist, but maybe, maybe he's changed that. I, I mean, he, prob he probably pulls a lot from Marx, but it's uh, for the most part, the main difference I see is communism, of course, is the ownership by 100% by the government, whereas socialism is uh, workers on the means of production. So. Well, I thought true communism had no government. Uh, that, no, that's definitely not. It's anarchy. There has to be in the Communist Manifesto. I, I mean, yeah. in theory, it's all good, but in practice, in practice, it's usually, usually I even say that. The socialist, yeah, the socialist is just basically like a thinly veiled version of communism in practice. Just because, just because it doesn't really count the human element like the usually the people that are in charge of these socialist communist countries they tend to like power and they tend to keep it and there's no real check to their power so it's like i mean i mean like it like or hate the united states there at least there at least if it's run properly there's a universal checks and balances yeah so i mean i, I mean with with most of these like most of these socialist and communist society, there's no real genuine checks and balances for the people that are in power. So it's like, I, I don't know. There's pros cons, maybe. I don't know. I don't. I don't. I don't know how to. Well, we know you have to go, Jeff. But could you quickly plug any places you want people to find you once again? Yeah. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, King. You got my okay. Twitter. You got my Twitter. It's fine. Um, okay. I will say if uh, if there's ever another. I know that you said maybe on Tuesday. What time is the protest on Tuesday? Tuesday at noon, Old Main. Okay, I'll see if I can show up. I Let's mean, pond is right behind it. Um, and I would say that if there's any other future protests and you want the person with the camera, I'll be there. Let's Jeff, I'd Jeff, I'd love to have you on for another one-on-one -on -one show at some point, too. Yeah, I want to have a conversation with just you, me, Phil, and Sean. Cause, I mean, I know Sean, but I don't know who Phil is, really. You're, you're the one who introduced me to Phil, and that's how I know Sean. Well, so. Yeah, I know that because of Twitter and stuff. But I, again, like I said, I don't really know Phil. Like I just know his Twitter picture <laughs> and the fact that he was in the military. That's about all I know. Like when you, you, you were tweeting a little while ago, and you were like, "Do you even know me?" I'm like, "No, dude, I don't know who you are." <laughs> it, it, it'll be it'll be an interesting conversation. That's for yeah. sure. Yeah. So. Yeah, and I, I may oh, need uh, of some camera work services in October, so I'll keep you posted on that. Yeah, for sure. If um, I would say if you want to get 100 comments, uh, look for Tuesday night, because Thursday there's a class reactor. But if I can keep the cameras up, I'm sure I can talk to him. Into, uh, we'll be doing Wednesdays. Me... That's unfortunately the day we had to pick. Uh, maybe it's to work. Yeah. Um, yeah. So see you guys, and uh, punch a fascist. Just kidding. Kind of, not really. <laughs> Well, thank you for coming on. We appreciate it. Yeah.
That's not why he fucking blocked me. That's well person, I guess. Uh, I, I, <laughs> I, don't know, I still think sociology is a scam. I don't care. Really. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, I agree it's, with you on that. We can we can know, debate I, that I next agree. time. Yeah. Like, I'd like to go talk to that guy some more. He seems he's open minded when, when he's not fucking blocking people. <laughs> okay. Well, he's got pronouns in his Twitter bio, so yeah, he's well, so open minded. Yeah. Your brain falls out. It's, I, like uh... one of those it's like one of those things where it's like, it, 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 yeah, I mean, yeah, he he talks about uh, it's it's one of those things where they give exploit, they give talking points and the research is so bland it's so poor and then it's like you're you're giving these very vague reasons why x happens when there's so many reasons that you have to consider before you even get to whatever like even like race like uh you know like like oh uh, that was the one thing there was uh well oh um well, black ra black graduates make less than white graduates. It's like, well, well, how? Let, let's. Why don't we break that down? Because it's like, well, what school did they go to? What major did they take? Where are they from? Where where where, where are they looking at as far as job opportunities? Like, there's a, there's a whole there's a whole shit stream of stuff that you could look into before like race would even begin to fucking factor and oh so. and i can i can tell you personally from working at like a large fucking corpo before they, they are diversity. prioritized oh they are prioritized yeah. like, there was some dude who came in with like fucking tattoos all on his arm and he was like it got getting a fucking internship dude we and dude. he was offered a job and he was like you know yell that like nicely but he was still told like hey you need to go and like you know dress a little more formally because you're mean with like an executive like what the fuck dude we have a dude in my office that literally has a you know those um i forget what they're called that terry used to have like small ones they're like these oopsies yeah um somebody i know uh there's somebody those earrings that kind of go in your earlobe you know gauges? gauges yes he has one i'm not kidding you the hole you could put your fucking fist through it it's that oh, I, big i've known people like that and yeah and i see and i think what jeff was saying like i'd have to look at the study before giving any take on it <laughs> it first sounded like they were just looking at people with and without criminal record and their races but then it's like they were the identical like person and yet the white person was favored of the black person and i don't buy it i just don't i mean you can say well like, that's, you what companies a... are they looking at are they looking at some like random fucking small company that has like 10 employees or are they he, he at, left like, he conveniently left out the fact that affirmative action is literally there to like disenfranchise white people that's literally yeah. the fucking point of it look they have and what about asians right we, we talk about this you know this uh, ladder of victimhood right you know that that blacks were once slaves what about the fact that we put asians in fucking internment camps and they're doing just fine so like no one can really you know figure that out for whatever reason but it's the white man's fault no and it's democrats and it's and, and it's and it's a democrat like like they're getting they're getting discriminated right now in harvard and when the when asians tried to sue to rectify it it was literally an obama judge that dismissed the case like it was like ah we don't you don't know what you're talking about it's like a, and that's what should tell you why you should be suspect of anybody on the left telling you about race and anything because they they literally went asians you're doing too good you gotta stop that yeah. 
Can't do that. Can't have you uh, start thinking for yourselves too much. Oh, Bob, by the way, Obama judges have literally ruined this fucking country. Yeah. Thank God we had a few Ruin. Trump judges. Yeah, and did, well, did you see well, Lindsey Graham? Well, but, Tucker was talking about how Lindsey Graham was voting for a lot of these Biden judges. Yeah, I, I saw through. Tucker's. Dude, Lindsey Graham, fuck him, yo. Fuck yeah. Lindsey Graham, yeah. yo. He's going to get him. the fuck out of the Senate. He is yep. the poster child He's a snake. the establishment. Yeah. He's, He's like. Fucking... He's like, uh, what's her name, that Wyoming bitch? Her name? Uh, Liz Cheney. Cheney. Yeah, she's like the fucking Cheney yeah. of the Senate. Ugh, yeah. Get them out. Out, out, out. She, Don't give them their she's coats. The, he, she's the, uh, she's the, uh, Lindsey Graham of Mitch McConnell's. Yeah, we, need, <laughs> we need more Madison Cawthorns, Tom Massey's, Rand Paul's. We, we need more of those guys. Man. I, I disagree with you on Madison, but I like Rand. I like I like Massey a lot more recently after watching a documentary on HBO about him and Matt Gates. I love Matt Gates. I love Marjorie Taylor Greene. Oh, I love MJT. Oh, she's I, awesome. I, I disagree. Yeah, I disagree. With, I I do disagree on uh on Madison Cawthorn, and I can say that because I'm also. Do you stand with him? All right, he's got street cred. <laughs> do Do you stand with Madison Cawthorn, Sam? Uh, I mean, yes. When I when I'm able to stand as long as I have a cane. <laughs> See, that's the thing, honestly. That you know, even if you like Madison, oh. you have to admit this is kind of funny. Why does he oh. always talk about I stand with Israel? Because... I stand with veterans. I stand, dude. Yeah. We know. <laughs> and when, but then when it's time to stand up for Trump, he acts like a fucking cripple in office. <laughs> yeah. But, oh, you guys yeah. are being too mean to him. Come on. Uh, by the uh, way, by the way. Uh, well, I, don't of think Obama, he knows, I don't think he knows, you know, Sam's in a wheelchair. Speaking of Obama judges, right? So he can uh, say that. The Sidney Powell and the, the Trump judges were getting recommended for disbarment. You know who did that? Another fucking Obama appointed judge. Yeah. Dude, well, I, I'm just glad that, you know, Clinton, you know, Clinton's judges aren't too terrible. Oh. Oh, you you know who fucked over who tried to fuck over Roger Stone? An Obama yep. appointed judge. And Black Lives Matter activists on the jury. Uh-huh. Yep. Yep. Well, he got uh he got pardoned. Yep, Dude, I don't thankfully. know what I don't understand about some of these uh new Congress people, Madison Cawthorn, um uh, El even Elon Omar, is they fucking smoke cigarettes. Who the fuck smokes cigarettes okay. nowadays? <laughs> Like full-blown cigars, like I don't even understand that. Like I'm like, dude, you're 25, and, and Madison Cawthorn says he's in a wheelchair and he's like smoking cigars, and I'm just like, that's like I, disgusting. Like what are I you agree. doing? Let I him, agree. Let him, let him fucking smoke their cigarettes, man. <laughs> I, mean, I I I agree. Well, see, okay, first that, of all, see, I, that is the most American thing since that's even more American than apple pie. Cause that's no, it's unique, not. No, yes, no, it is. no. Yes. No. Cigarettes Guns are not cool. the most cool. Chad thing you can do. Cigarettes no. are not cool. It's not more American than corruption, okay? <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> well, okay, at least, you know, maybe I will give you this point, Alex. Vaping is worse. That's it's gotta not, go. It's, I, it is physically better, but, physically, you know. Physically, is it? Look, yeah, God, I have a great idea. Let's ban all drugs. Let's start a war yeah. on drugs. Oh, wait. Oh, How you're a libertarian? I, I'm j joke, joke. <laughs> he took a few too many drinks tonight. Jokes are flying over um, your head, Alex. I, I, I smoke a, I smoke a cigar at like three times a year. 
Dude, I think we need uh, to bring back flavored cigarettes. No. Let's, yes. Let's ban cigarettes. <laughs> no, let's bring back the flavored ones, ban the regular ones. I remember when Trump was doing those like vape bans. I was in such like a heated debate between Alex on this because I was all like, "No, he should have gone further," and Alex was like, "No, nothing." <laughs> well, no, because that actually gets people off of cigarettes. Does it? Yes. It's a marketing. Dude, I, you know uh, what it does? I think it's a lot of shit. No, you know it what it does? Yes, it's just dude, for kids. It's a I marketing not, scam. It's smoking for kids. <laughs> No, I, I fucking smoke cigarettes all the fucking time. I got into vaping. I have not touched a cigarette in over yeah, a year. Yeah, because you're now hooked on vaping. It's a marketing hey, which is, scam. Which is a better fucking drug significantly. All it I is can is tell you what. They I used, call it, they call it I, drug transference. Yeah. Yeah, and this one's an objectively better drug to be addicted is to. Is it? We don't know. Yes. We don't yes, know. Yes, we know. Yeah, dude, I used to go and, like, if I were to run after smoking, man, that fucking sucks with this, man. I. I don't have any issues with breathing with this. Okay. That that might be true, but what I'm saying is, I'm not trying to sound like Sam Richards, but we don't have any long-term studies on vaping when we've had decades of cigarette studies. Well, neither do we oh, have long-term fucking studies on this COVID. vaccine, and we're yeah, still mandating say, it. We have less long-term studies of the COVID vaccine than we do with freaking vaping. <laughs> that is true, too. That is true, too. Yeah. Oh, you can tell, like, not, not even talking about the, you know, health issues, but the fucking safety issues... One, you're having a fucking torch. The other one, you're having a little fucking electronic dildo in your hand. Which one's worse? So you like that electronic dildo in your mouth? <laughs> Dude, I'm not gonna lie, it's, it's fucking nice. Something else that I, I, this, I'm going way back to the beginning of the conversation. That's where we were fine. talking about like me going to like campus and stuff like that. Dude, there's no dress code. Like everyone just kind of wears what they want. <laughs> Did you just go to Catholic school? No, 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 no. I went I went to a, a public Dude, high school. Dude, my fucking public high school. First day of high school, there was some girl with a shirt that says, I like midget porn because it makes me feel bigger. Dude, a, a guy, okay, so a guy was walking around with a shirt that said, I love hot moms. And then a, a girl was walking around in, in a straight up bikini, like a swimming nice. suit. So Dude. I'm just like, you know, like I was just debating coming to school in a Speedo because there are apparently no rules here. Yeah, you could do it. I've seen people in worse, especially those girls, the fucking the sorority girls. Yeah. Yeah, man, they'll go on and like, you know, they're 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 built for winter weather or something. Cause I see them going out in winter with like fishnets and short shorts. Like, I'll give them that. You know, I'm a big guy myself, but I couldn't even fucking do that. Hey, wait, let me let me let me gauge your guys' opinion on this, okay? Ooh. So I I am planning. Okay, you know, in addition to all of the, the COVID-related stuff. So I have clarified this with uh, the Office of Student Conduct and the specific LGBTQ <laughs> office. And Pence, and Penn State has a gender-neutral bathroom policy, which means yes, that that's you true. can use... I yeah, saw so, that. So what I was thinking of doing... Okay, oh, you're going to go to the girls' room, aren't you? Yeah, uh, straight the fuck up, man. So I'm going to start... <laughs> I'm going to get a bunch of people... You know, I'm going to tell them, starting this day, I want every dude to use the girls' bathrooms. I want every dude that goes to the gym to change in the women's locker room. Dude, you guys think I'm full of shit? I'm yeah, not joking. No. I'm straight. So, so I'm, I'm, I'm genuinely thinking of doing that, and I would like to hear what you what your thoughts I, are on that. You want to know what my thoughts are? Date That's and time, funny. tell me. I'll be there. Dope. 
That's dope. Because Dang. I mean, the thing is, is that it's it's obviously absurd, but people aren't gonna do anything about it until yes. they're like, wait, what the fuck? This yes. is like crazy, right? They're like, yeah, we support trans rights, and then the second you know I walk in, you know, with my big fat cock out on the table, <laughs> you know, actual people are gonna change their minds and be like, wait, wait a second, this is actually low key kind of weird. It's like, you know, so it again, it's just again, it's just total garbage. I knew I liked you. The minute I saw those <laughs> pictures yeah. on that side. Oh, Mark, let's you, go. you need to come on again, man. This has been great. This is awesome. How long has this been going? We've we've been on. Have we been live for two and a half hours? Yeah, oh, that's, that's nothing. Yeah, yeah we've uh, had like twelve that's hours. Crazy. Fucking, not I twelve know. hours. We've done for a while. We've done four-hour streams before, dude. Wait, one and a half. I'm bad at math. My <laughs> well, that's what we tried to push to because on the radio, we should tell you about the radio, and you can check out the channel. But we used to do yeah, a two-hour show wait, on the radio. Wait, wait. Real quick, if you're a Penn State student, you should join the radio club or whatever, yes, whatever they call yes. it, because we need what? to get access to that shit again. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. What? What, what, is what is that? So when you're the hub, you know where the um the the well used to be the a Robinson Barnes Hub, the Robinson Hub. Yes. Yep. Okay. Yeah. If you go in there, you know where the high school musical steps are, the big ass wooden steps. Yeah. Right across from that and to the right near the exit is a radio station called the Lion. I used to be there for like three years, and we used to do this show on the radio, but without what we do on YouTube, you know, sort of YouTube shit. But we would have, we had Sargon on there, we had Hunter Avalon, we had Milo come on, we had um, Sticks. Sticks Hexenhammer, we had Jack Posobiec, Mike Cernovich, we had a bunch of people we got on. And I, Sam, uh, yes, and Sam, that was when we first had you on, was on the radio, it was a lot of fun. Wait, how many people does the radio reach? That's they never told us because for whatever what? reason. Yeah. What? Well, it's hard to get really to get on. People love to get on that show though. Oh yeah, we get like callers. A, yeah. Yeah, we get callers every now and then, and we have debates wait, that, with them. That sounds like a scam, yeah. How the hell do you not know how many people? Are <laughs> well, be, well, it's a radio. How are you gonna gauge us? Not like YouTube where it says this person clicked on. There's it, no yeah. way to know how many people are actively listening to I'm you. I'm sure. Or... I'm sure the higher ups know, but they. they... Yeah, they do have a way of knowing. They just don't say for some reason. What station does it broadcast on? Like, can I play that? Line. In my car? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, where, where you are, you, you you can get it. It's line ninety point seven FM. It's probably music right now. Yeah, ninety point seven. There's talk shows. Okay. There's music. I would do an hour of music and then two hours of radio. It was awesome. We had so much fun. But the only thing you can't do on there is curse. Well, yeah, because it's FCC regulated, right? Yeah. But you could do everything else. You could say stuff about the coronavirus that you couldn't get away with. You know, <laughs> Welcome to the Libertarian Hour with Avi Penn State. Resi yeah, there's no way they're letting me on that. But <laughs> they will. Dude, they yeah, as long on. as you don't go call the China virus, you're okay. The China virus. Yeah, we had a, uh, a person person that we knew who got banned for pets. Well, I, I think there's other reasons, too, because she was a Crazy. little bit out there. Yeah, like legitimate schizophrenia, I think. Wait, she got terminated from the university? Well, she wasn't paid. She just came on the radio like once, and she was set, told that she could not like come there again. Because she called the coronavirus the Chinese virus. But it, it is the Chinese virus. I know. They said it was like hate speech or something. I don't know. Well, wait I, a second. I, it's, a, it's a public campus. There's no such thing as a hate speech rule. Oh, they have it. They have it's free speech legal. zones, too. Not at Penn State. No, they don't have fucking free speech yep. zones here. They call them uh, areas of expressive activity. I've never seen these zones. Where the hell are these zones? They exist, but I don't think they're really that much enforced anymore. I was gonna no. say, totally unconstitutional. <laughs> 
Yeah, I mean, Penn State, I'll tell you this. This is, as somebody who's pretty right-wing, I will tell you they aren't that bad. Like, the the professors and the people can be your typical kooky leftist, but the actual administration, they will condemn stuff. They will do the diversity bullshit talks and blah, blah, they blah. They won't silence you? They use, they're usually They'll pretty try. good. They, the professors, they could... I've had ones that took points off an assignment because I criticized the women's march because it was I sales I basically just sells bad optics. I wasn't even saying anything more than that. So you'll get that, but as long as you can back yourself up and defend yourself, hey, professors you'll be can't fine. Take points off for an opinion. They shouldn't be able to. But they, they shouldn't, do. but they do, and that's why Did I say. Did you complain? Did you complain? Um, I don't remember actually if I did. I would have complained. I would have been like, "Fuck that! You can't take points off for that." They well, shouldn't. You know, it's it's. They, if you're in school at that time, it's difficult. If you're paying. Well, you you just need to be smart about things. It's like if you go up, and I know this is obvious, but like if you go up to the front of the room and for like a class assignment, you start saying the N word. Like obviously, that's not gonna fly well. But if you go up to the front of the room, you say like, "Yeah, I think Trump's greatest president ever," and here's why. You could actually be fine for the most part, because as long as you back it up and you don't sound crazy, you can get away with things, and they have less of ways to screw you. Like, but even for speaking events, we did a pretty controversial one, got a lot of heat, and I'm gonna be doing another one soon. And there's not a lot they can do to stop it. And and as long as you cross your T's, dot your eyes, and you don't do anything stupid, you're gonna be basically fine. Gotcha. Yeah, so that's just my advice. Like with the radio too, you will be fine. But if they find one thing to get you on that technically breaks the rules, they will get you for it, sort of thing. The other thing is just in college in general, because even here in Florida, like if, if you if you like criticize global warming or something, like I did freshman year, um, prof the professors will come will like come down on you and like you know dock points and whatnot, which is fucking retarded but it is it is what it is yeah it is what it is i, so. I wouldn't stand for that shit that's ridiculous um okay. luckily i'm a business major so all of the professors except um richards is not woke they just teach their subject material and mm. uh, don't convey political ideology <laughs> uh here's uh, one word of advice to be very careful what you put on group me or any sort of chat apps over there yes why that shit, they will, they will save it. They will, it'll bite, it bites someone in the ass every semester since <laughs> I've left. Well, because basically, it be a frat or a club. basically the problem becomes you don't know everybody in the group me, and especially political ones, left-wing people will infiltrate it and then leak it and try to make people look bad. Just honestly, the easiest thing you can do is be careful what you say and change your name in the group me. Don't be your full real name. Just change well, well, let me something. tell you guys what happened. Okay, you guys are going to probably laugh at this. So I was added to a um, Microsoft Teams chat for our uh, floor in my in my dorms. And uh, I asked if they're going to enforce the. This was before we moved in. This was like the preliminary stuff. So I asked before we moved in, are they going to enforce the mask mandate? And the RA was like, yeah. And then I started saying like, dude, you're just as bad as the fucking Newmanberg trials, right? You're just <laughs> following Lord. Yeah, Nuremberg trials, and I was like, "You're, you're like, you know, it's, you know, it's fascism and all this other garbage." Same. And, uh, uh, you know, I didn't get in trouble for it though. You know, I, well, I, people, people were like telling me to shut the fuck up, but I didn't get in trouble for it. Well, that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about 
you know, posting a spicy, spicy meme. Things. Yeah. yeah. Oh, somebody posted a meme in response to what I said and said, I have the world's largest satellite disc and I'm still trying to find out who the fuck asked. So. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good one. That was a good one. I'll give him that. Yeah, that's, that's one of them. That's, that's the ones that you'll be fine with. But, like, if you post a really spicy meme, like, you know, with, like, a Holocaust joke or, like. Or you say you're going to push someone off a bridge. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, if it's. You know, you, you'll know what spicy is when you see it. Where it's like, it, it, just imagine if it got leaked with your name on it. It's like, yeah. That Dude, was... my attitude at this point in life is like, I can live my entire life fearful that some out of context Twitter comment is gonna impact my entire life, or and or I could just or I could just live my freaking life and and just not worry about this shit. And I'm just yeah. choosing the second option. Like, I just don't care. Like I just, I'm just gonna live my life. I'm not gonna worry at every single quarter that some, I'm gonna somehow be screwed long term by something I say. It's like I'm gonna be me. Yeah, and I mean that's I I understand that because I I mean I'm careful to a degree, but at the same time I'm at a point where I know my abilities, I know my experience, where I know what I can do in life, and so I have learned like there are ways that I can achieve financial freedom, hopefully. And there is a way, a degree that I just don't care anymore. And at the same time, I'm still careful. But it just depends what you want, how, what type of life you want to live, and can you live it more or less? If you want to live that lifestyle, all for it. Just gotta make sure you can live it, you know. And that's where in college you can kind of learn what you're good at, what you can do, how you can do things. That's kind of what I took away from college. It's like the classes are. For me, maybe I have ADHD. My therapist thinks so. So maybe I just can't focus, but I find classes boring, and I didn't learn anything. I really didn't. All my learning was through Turning Point, the Trump Club, and my friends right here. They taught me a lot. They helped me a lot. And just well, getting involved with things. Thank you. Here's, here's yes. some other advice, too. Get a fucking internship. Ooh, yeah. yeah. As soon as you can. I messed as up on that early because like if i want a summer internship for example how early should i do you start plot you're junior now start applying i was like yeah, i went to a branch campus i fucked i fucked off my first year because i didn't think i'd need it and then like boom yeah know? so i should apply for an internship for the summer of 2022 right now yes absolutely well, go does the business have their does the business school have their own um, yeah we have our own little do, thing yeah. go to that one first that's the more important one i i was cybersecurity major so i didn't i never went to the major one but like to the not the major one i never went to the big one but you go to your own school's one that's where your or the your own college's one that's where you'll find the good shit i'm not sure about your college but like my college i'm a communications major but like my uh my college actually required an internship for my uh for my de degree program junior year so that's another thing to keep in mind too is some of these programs require you to take an internship well even if it doesn't you should get it because like oh, yeah. I, I was lucky man like i got my internship technically the summer of my senior year i need one to graduate too so i technically didn't graduate until after that summer session but when i did take that internship like that that's where i got my job from it makes it so much easier well there are two things too like one i'm communications like sam and i think we're both marketing i'm technically advertising the same difference and yes i'm technically not i didn't need an internship to graduate but i need an internship to get a job 
I'm technically in an internship right now, but it's like a job, but kind of not. It's, it's a weird gray area, but I learned the biggest, most annoying thing that still pisses me off to this day was when I go to the guidance counselor and I try to get shit, I'd be like, all right, it's my junior year, it's my senior year, whatever it is, I need an internship. I need it now so that once I'm out of college or a few months after, I can get a job. And they were like, okay do you have three years of advertising experience? I'm like, no. He's like, well, you, you need experience to get an internship. I'm like, how can I get an internship if I don't have experience? The internship is supposed to give me that. And I'm like, well, you need it because all these job applications say so. So that's the catch 22 that, and I don't know how this is with business, but I think it's probably consistent with a lot of fields. Any internship, any job is, they have this bullshit standard of, you need experience to get experience. So you need yes. to kind of find it in a weird way. Like what I did was scam. It <laughs> is HR. a scam. It it's, is a scam. It's fucking HR that does this. And that's where all these sociology degree majors tend to go to. So, you know, that's another reason sociology is a fucking fraud. Yeah, yeah. So what I did was I took things like Turning Point, which I just naturally fell into. And I framed as advertising because it, it kind of was marketing the whole time and so i'd say like well i did tabling every week where i tried to sell our club to people i made flyers to advertise events i used photoshop to make them an illustrator so like i was showing my skills even though it wasn't something that's technically advertising but I was showing my skills so if you can get involved with something like that that will help you a ton because well, your resume is going to be blank, pretty much, unless you have some other experiences. But, you know, that's just something I can tell you that will really help. Because I hate I hate being in the junior shoes and trying to find stuff. And then nobody wanted me because they said, you need experience. I'm like, well, I'm a student. I don't, you know I don't what I would time. say now? I'd say everyone's looking for a job. I mean, no, nobody's looking for a job. Everyone's looking to hire people. So you can either hire me or you don't have to. It's up to you. Uh, it's, that's temporary. Who knows what'll happen hey, by the time if you, you want to make if you want 150 dollars paid to you for an interview and making 30 dollars an hour at mcdonald's you can now that won't last long but you can because they're desperate to hire people and i'm and i'm actually honest like i almost considered doing it because they were literally paying people just to do an interview with them it was that bad Low skill is in such short supply right now, but that will yeah, change. Yeah, because of Biden and also idling. Trump's fault, too. Am I idling? Fault. Yeah, you were. Uh. By the way, if you have a fucking PC, man, anytime. Yeah, we're gamers. Halo. We're yeah, gamers. We're doing the Halo. Yeah. Yeah, I recently upgraded my baby here, my PC, so we finally be able to get back into gaming. Because that's what, if, on the YouTube side of things, we're streaming our game. Gotcha. I got a, I got a laptop with me. It's a, it's pretty, it's pretty good. It's a, it's a Dell. It's a, I think it's like 16 gigs. Got some good stuff on it. So. Nice. I don't know. I mainly play Gary's mod. <laughs> oh, there you go. That's that's an oldie. I, I like RDMing on Dark RP servers. Have you played RuneScape? No. Oh, that's what oh. Alex loves. That's his, his autism Dude, simulator. I, I, no, that's not even the worst one. It's like Gear City game. It's literally <laughs> yes. fucking spreadsheets. Yes. Yeah. Now, are we even playing Halo on here? If you ever want to... I don't know if you're, yeah, your computer can probably handle it. This is a fucking, like, 20-year-old game or something at this point, right? Yeah, but this is a Master Chief collection, so it has, like, all the updated... You know, the, the remastered maps that are a little bit Oh, more. they're still not... They shouldn't be that bad. 
Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah. That's a laptop, so who knows? Oh, Jeff wants me to send you uh, the, your Twitter, sir. Go for yeah, he'll it. He'll unblock you. Go for it. <laughs> yeah, that, that was probably trolling or something back then. I, I deleted my... I, I described my Twitter account after someone doxed me on the... <laughs> Oh, they're in the middle of a class. It was some pen. It was like a Penn State professor too. It's pretty fucked. Yeah, yeah. Well, oh, oh, you mean Alex's? I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, wait, Jeff didn't block block That would be but, funny. Well, well, no, someone doxed me on there. It was fucking weird. What the fuck's this guy doing? He just killed himself. Oh, but um, but no, like I don't know, man. I think someone gave me their Twitter. Someone gave me the, I guess, sociology would have been our certain friend who tried to invite Richard Spencer to Penn State. Oh, my God. And yeah. He gave me their, I think, sociology's Twitter profile, and they told me to go and fuck with it, so I did. So, I, yeah, it was probably deserved. <laughs> well, sorry, I was typing something. What was the context you think of why you got blocked? Because a certain person who invited... Richard Spencer to Penn State gave me the Twitter handle to text it to go into class. Oh, I was posting spicy yeah. memes, probably. Nice. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, you want to talk about Afghanistan, uh, Sam? Is that what? Yeah, I'm let's team? talk about fucking Afghanistan. Uh, yeah, let's talk about yeah, that catastrophe. Did, did you guys? I know Sean saw my my reaction stream on Thursday to Apex, and I. Dead. <laughs> yeah, Alex, 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 real quick. I hate to interrupt, but Jeff just said, "Oh, lol." I banned him because yes. his fucking profile picture was a rainbow swastika. Was it? I stand behind that choice. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't even think I fucking swap. I didn't even remember that. I don't either. But that's <laughs> funny. I don't even remember doing that. I thought I had that fucking donkey as that or whatever for the longest time. I mean, I disavow, but that's funny. <laughs> I don't even remember doing that. If I did, you know, I was fucking an idiot. Yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> the Afghanistan catastrophe, if nobody hasn't, like, listened to anybody say anything, you would know that, or wouldn't know, but we'll fill you in that basically the... Uh, quote-unquote terrorists, we'll dive in that conspiracy next, but quote-unquote terrorist ISIS-K, it's like a spin-off of ISIS. Special K? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they uh, bombed and attacked uh, the Kabul airport, killed not only a bunch of Afghans, but I forget what the number's up to now, but I think it was around 12 <laughs> American service yes, members. Yes! Like, yes! Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, it's just uh, I, I. I'm sorry. I'm sorry for interrupting. I'm on Twitter, and uh, Spike Cohen, who is uh, who is the um, the vice presidential candidate for the Libertarian Party for 2020. Oh, I know him. Yeah, oh, God. he just he just commented about my uh, my my stuff. Whoa! There we go. So I'm like I'm like a little hype right now. So you're fan, fangirl famous now. I'm, yes. Uh, Dude, I, Spike is such a dope guy. He's so awesome. He's he's just man. If him and you know, I wasn't a huge fan of Joe Jorgensen. You know, she was okay, but oh boy, she wasn't. She just wasn't exciting. And Gary Johnson also was not very exciting. Dude, I told I said this before. I think you guys should have before John McAfee was. Wag, you guys should have had him run because at least he'd have name recognition and he would have been funny. <laughs> yes. That or Joe Exotic. 
Yes. yes. Those would be the, an unironically the highest chance you'd ever have of a libertarian getting elected to public yeah. office the, as the problem, president. Listen, well, they, gotta I, get, I, they gotta do the smaller offices too. Right? Well, I meant the pub, I meant like president. Yeah, you're right. They get those. They had the weird ones like I think it was the one in Florida that had a uh, controversy with drinking goat blood during some satanic ritual. Oh, Jeff corrected. He said, "Wait, that was Apex. I'll unban him." <laughs> yeah, I was about to say. I don't think I ever did that. Oh wait! Oh wait! So, so oh, oh my! Oh my God! Yeah, yeah, that's right. Oh, it's just gay pride month. That's <laughs> probably one of those like trolling things. It's a troll. Yeah, it's a troll. I was about to say, like, I mean, I, I didn't deny it. I said, well, it could have been me. So, you know. <laughs> it could have been. The, the FBI could have staged a false flag in Afghanistan, or the CIA, I mean. But Jeff Jeff needs to meet Apex one of the one of these days. I I feel I feel oh. like well Apex Dude, I, could... I fucking miss Apex man. I, I want to talk to him again. He's awesome. He could confirm I, I... or deny the theory that God is a woman in LSD uh, DMT land. Dude, he reminds me so much of a certain person I used to know. Me too. Um... Me too. But Afghanistan though, uh, I know Phil's gonna have a lot to say. We'll start running yeah. down people. Who wants to go first on what you think of Afghanistan? I'll, I'll take a stab at it. Um, it. So my, my view on Afghanistan is, right, so people keep trying to, like, pit blame against, you know, Trump and Biden. It, it's really all Bush's fault, and Bush is just kind of, you know, just laying low, just hoping that nobody points the finger at him. But, look, he's what got us there in the first place. That was a bad decision. Now let's talk about the withdrawal, okay? No, I don't believe anybody, aside from, like, your warmongers, are criticizing Biden for pulling out. That That's the right decision, in my opinion. Get the fuck out of Afghanistan. The problem is with how he did it, right? Yeah. He made yeah. this huge announcement and was like, okay, on this date, on this time, we're going to fight against the Taliban and we're going to get people out of the— Like, he's given, like, the Taliban a heads up, right? If it was me in charge, if I was commander-in-chief— what I would do is I would send out an alert, whatever alert system we have, to everybody that's eligible for evacuation, and on the top it would say, shut the fuck up, don't tell anybody, and it's like, here's the plan, on this date, on this time, be at this location, and if, essentially, I would just tell the commander of the Air Force, we're going to flood this airport with C-17s, and we're going to flood them with Marines to secure the perimeter of the airport so people just can't start like coming on, and I would say... Maybe in 12, 24 hours, get everyone who needs to get out the fuck out. That's all I'm going to say. Well, I think, yeah, no, like, his whole reaction to that, he's not even talking. Like, his personal reaction, he's, like, just not answering questions. It's even worse almost than his actual actions, his his lack of actions. Well, did you see when he tried to answer press, uh, questions at the press conference? Oh, and that's what I, that's what I was going to bring up. The thing that Apex and I were both... Well, sitting there looking at was the fact that like that biden was like and now i've been instructed to call on <laughs> and i'm like it was so bad like, like, yeah is he gonna call a fucking life alert <laughs> he might need it he <laughs> should have because man that speech was bad um but yeah here you have the here you have the fucking president of the united states he can't even he can't even string a fucking sentence together these these days uh, every, all jokes aside with like politics and whatnot I, I legitimately 
I legitimately don't know how he's even fit to run. The country. Yeah, they they said that Trump wasn't fit to run. It's like, dude, have you ever even seen this motherfucker over here? Yeah, this Biden guy, like he's he's fucking everything that they said about Trump. It's like even worse with Biden. Well, you know what this does, though, like, and I'll dive into more of this later of what happened with Afghanistan, but everything that Biden does makes Trump look so much better. It makes Trump look like everything he did was correct because it was I mean, I knew at the time. But I remember we even got into a debate with people during our last turning point, meaning during my time, like Phil and I kept defending Trump by doing the slow withdrawal because we were like, look, you can't just boom, pull out like that. It's not that simple. You got to move equipment. Yeah, get the people out of there. And then get the military out of there but, but what did biden do he thought it was a good idea to bring all the guys with the guns out all of our soldiers out leave our people well, and then get them well here's here here's the and thing. our equipment like, so, so so trump he didn't let nobody know but uh True. he had a he had a i i guess he had a <laughs> kind of a drawdown date of like may 1st uh but which, the, which to at, add but, context, but too, was when the Taliban would not be at their strongest. Biden pulled out during the peak of their fighting season. Correct. Not only not only that, not only that, uh, they 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 respected Trump, not in a friendly way, but they 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 knew that if they crossed paths with Trump, Trump would light their shit up. He and told them that. Yeah. And he's I, yeah. Biden told the Biden told the lead Taliban guy that he spoke with. If you fuck with us, I know exactly where where your yeah, hometown Trump. is. Yeah, and that's and that's going to be the first place to get bombed if you yeah. do, if you do anything. Chad. So, so I mean, really, what they did, they they basically waited until Biden got elected, and then it was like, well, we know we could fucking. I uh, I mean, I that that this is kind of what I felt. I felt like up oh, the. We'll, we'll we'll be a little bit more daring because Biden ain't gonna do shit. He's probably not even the one pulling the strings anyway. Like they know what's going on. I mean, they fucking trolled this dude with ice cream. I saw all right? that. They know what's going on. It's not. They're not. They're clearly not stupid. But um, um, but yeah, I that that that's kind of what I think. It's like so you spent lo so the Biden administration took longer to pull out and did a way more fuck up of a job like it was just bad and like, like like you just you decided to pull the troops out first no you don't do that you don't do that you you pull you take out the americans you take out the americans you take out the afghanis first you destroy all the fucking equipment grab whatever you you are able to fucking pull out and then you take the military out last that's with boomers, man. They don't have, they don't have a fucking pullout game. <laughs> well, see, I will admit, like, when I saw last week all the shit going down with the Taliban retaking Afghanistan, like, I, I was upset. I was like, but I kind of was like, well, it is Biden, so I guess this shouldn't come as a big surprise. But when I saw what happened with them attacking the airport, and I, I heard it right from a guy who was on the ground on Bannon's show saying what was going down. And I was like, oh, no, there's probably going to be American casualties. Probably going to have Americans coming out on, in stretchers. And sure enough, and honestly, like, I'm not, I don't really get pissed off the news anymore. I get pissed off a lot of things. I just laugh at craziness or I just go about my life. But this is one of the few times in a long time I 
genuinely was like getting angry, pissed off to the point where I had to turn off the news. I was like, I can't listen to this anymore. This is too much. I mean, what did you, as somebody who has served there, Phil, how, what did you feel about this? Oh, no, it, it, it was anger because all of this, all of this could have easily been avoided. Everything, every bad fucking thing that happens could have easily been avoided. And, 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 you know, you got Joe Biden, he's, he's on 60 minutes, he's on fucking, and then he's talking about, no, I don't know, I don't know if any of this could have been avoided. Yes, it could have absolutely been avoided. Abso-fucking-lutely. And he just, he just really, I think it was just Biden. Biden wanted, he wanted to draw down by X date. He didn't care. Mm. Like, he didn't give a shit about logistics. He didn't give a shit about anything else. He just wanted X to happen, and that was it. Like, he, he didn't give a shit about... And he, and he made the decision unilaterally. This is, a, this is the problem here. He made the decision unilaterally. He, he made the decision against General's orders. He made the decision against uh, the NATO, his NATO allies' orders. Like, Britain's fucking still pissed off at him. Like, you know, this this is he wanted to do this thing where he was going to get all the credit and surprise. It blew up in his fucking face. Now, here's the one devil's advocate viewpoint that I'm starting to lean towards. Do you think it was intentional to bring Afghanistan back into chaos? Yes, of course it was. It was the, awesome. it's the military industrial complex. They want this. They like this. They have more yeah. money. That's what I think. I mean, there's a couple of theories. Yeah. There's a couple yeah. of theories you could look at. That is probably the most, the one you guys are saying, um, the one that I'm kind of leaning toward, is probably the most popular. I mean, there's, you know, there's there's another theory that you know maybe maybe China might have pressured them into pulling out early, or pulling out, um, and tried to make them hurry to get out because you notice that the Russian and the Chinese embassies weren't fucked with at all. Right, That's nobody fucking knows that. Yeah, and and we we all know that Biden. We all know that Biden has a very good relationship with the Chinese. Um, Do you think they're going to start making moves on Taiwan? Of Probably course, not. yeah, China, China, yeah, it's over. China's going to go for it. Highly likely, because they, they go yeah, because they, they they know that they know that Biden is a pushover. Like no one, no one in the world respects him anymore. And He's just no, so weak. He, comes he fell asleep so with the fucking Israeli prime minister today. Wait, what? Yeah. Yo, he yeah. fell asleep talking to him. I he, didn't he, see he that. Holy Yo, he shit. fell asleep. <laughs> fell asleep. <laughs> Sitting in his chair, lumped over, nap time. Yeah. I wish Netanyahu was there as prime minister because he would have like bumped and be like, hey, wake the fuck up. Sleepy Joe's trending on Twitter. Oh my God. This, see, this is how Trump is genius. He will give people a nickname. That you go like, yeah, I can kind of see that person, but they inevitably do exactly what their nickname shows them to do. Hillary Clinton falls over and gets chucked into a fucking van, and she's all literally crooked. Biden, Sleepy Joe, literally falls asleep. Like they, they their, their nicknames become a self fulfilling prophecy. It's amazing. My question is, because by the time that twenty twenty four comes around, Trump's gonna be the same age as Biden is now. Is he really like? Do you think Trump will still be 
there enough to do it in 2024. Absolutely. I actually think absolutely, unless something crazy happens, he's you been that improving Trump's going his health. To run? Absolutely. You said Trump is going to run? Absolutely. I'm fairly no. certain. Nope, I, ha I actually have money against him that he's not going to run. Really? What's your rationale? I'm curious. Look, here's here's the reality. So I know that you guys, you know, uh, that's right. We can't talk about election integrity. Um, <laughs> I believe that the majority of America, the majority of Americans cannot stand Trump's personality. And that played a big factor in him losing is the I, fact. I can oh, see it. So so yeah. my attitude is that I believe that from a political standpoint, people like the fact that he was tough. He, he he gave off the vibes of, you know, I'm in charge, I am in command, and his policies weren't all that bad. Um, unfortunately, I, I just believe that the personal aspect of him is not there, and he, he can't he can't win again. And I feel like if he runs again, he will lose. He is better off endorsing somebody else, and somebody else taking the to the reins of power. I will... You know what, I, I don't disagree with you on that as much. I... I really don't like I can see that, you know, because I know a lot of people didn't vote for Trump because they didn't like his fucking talk. But there, we'll there, there, uh, there's a I basically get what you're saying. I kind of agree, but there's a big problem, which is, yes, in 2016, the biggest thing that kept a lot of people packed was I don't like his tweets. I don't like what he says. And I'm just like, get over it. The country's about to die. This guy's going to save us. But well, in, in 2020, when I was campaigning, knocking hundreds of doors, I heard the same complaints from people. Like, that seemed to be their biggest reason. But what I started to notice was people that didn't vote for him in 16 that were right-leaning and would have voted for him and should vote for him, voted for him in 20. And the numbers well, prove that he gained 10, 15 million votes, whatever it was. And he gained he grew his better base he didn't lose support he will not have any access to social media you can't. that worries me more and he's working on an alternative now. but i don't know how that's, it's gonna fare yeah it's, but i mean in all get, honesty if trump wins he's going to be the candidate by default absolutely he's absolutely going to be the candidate by default because there's no one else and there's, there's, no the, the, and there's also a factor of people, especially on the right, but when you – he's now getting the contrast, which he didn't really have before. Like you could contrast him to Obama, but now, like I said, look, when Trump was in, immigration, war was secure. No wars. Everybody – nobody was fucking with him. And when they did, he punched back ten times harder with a Moab and with airstrikes. And the economy was great. With Biden – Everything that was good under Trump is now bad. And, it, and the media can spin as much as they can, but people at the end of the day are going to go, my gas prices are higher, my food prices are higher, and now Afghanistan's a mess. And they're, the people that maybe were on the fence about Trump are going to be dying to have him back. And I think Trump does really well, and any candidate that's a change candidate does really well when things are really bad. Yeah, but on the other hand, too, I think that there's a lot of the older boomer base who would have voted for Trump. I don't think they're, you know, between the coronavirus, I what. think no, that they're probably killed off him. a lot of people. No. I think they killed off a lot of people. Oh, killed there off. Is, yeah. There, yeah. Is, there is something I kind of want to interject here uh, real quick. I think, like, in terms of, uh, and by the way, Packet Boy, thanks for the, uh, thanks for the $5 
super chat. I um, I think there are a couple things at play here. I I think. I don't think I don't think that Trump is going to be running in 2024 either, just because of the, um, just because like he'll be 78 years old and you know just physically I don't know if he'll be if he'll be up for it. That's what we have to, you know, take into account. But I think um, I think one of the things that Trump, one of the big motivators in 2016 was that Trump was running against. Hillary Clinton, who is the who is literally, uh, as I call her, the yeah, the she's, the she's saying, right? So like even, even people who, like weren't you know like, particularly fond of Trump in the beginning, like me, were like, well, I'm gonna vote for him because I just hate that bitch so much, and then I, and then like I ended up loving Trump the more, you know, in the campaign I got in, into it, but, uh. You know, now, I we need someone like DeSantis, and I'm not saying DeSantis is going to be the guy, but we need someone who has Trump's fierceness and no bullshit attitude without Trump's, uh, you know, like, uh, shoot yourself in the foot on Twitter. But see, mentality. the problem yeah. is, that's the thing that the base loves about Trump, is that yeah. he doesn't give a shit. And that's the thing so, that, you know, I was on Twitter once, is that, Everybody and look, I like DeSantis. I'm a little iffy. I'm a little suspect on some things, but I generally like him. But the problem I keep seeing is the neocons like DeSantis, and they all say he's Trump without the bad stuff. And I say, Trump without the bad stuff is not Trump. And that is goes back to what I said earlier about like rock star celebrities or messy, complicated people. And you can't get this perfect person without some messiness. And there, and there is no DeSantis without Trump. Yeah. There yeah. is no. But at, but in, in any case, well, okay. So if, and and we could dig into this a little bit too. The, if Trump, like say, if Trump decides that he's going to run again, he will have questions that will need to be answered, like there before he runs again. One of them being. Um, and, and a couple couple of my friends have voted for it. He, the one thing that does irk him is, well, he, he, um, he hired a lot of the swamp, right? That yeah, was a that, problem. That, that was a drain problem. the swamp thing kind of pissed me yeah, off. That, that that like, yeah, that backfired on The problem he, he had like, was who he didn't know who to Jared, trust and Jared, didn't have much to yeah. choose from. But I think he's learned a bit more from that. Now, if he says that, so if he says that, People could probably get behind him. Like, look, this is my first. This is the first time on the gig. I'm not really a politician. I learned who I can and can't trust. Here, here, here's here's what I plan to do. Then that might be a little bit better, more successful. But I'm not sure that he. I'm not. Well, I'm. I wouldn't. I'm not confident that he would go in that direction. That's. Just, that's well, yeah. Of, who's who's he gonna select? Who's he have left? You know, that's gonna be his friend. Like he's got a few people, but he needs to start finding that shit out now. Even his own family turned on him. I know. Remember like, Mary Trump? Point. Like it's insane. It, well, well, that, I mean, I'm okay with I'm okay with Jared Kushner. Yeah, I agree. With well, they've distanced themselves well, from an Jared. Upgrade. Yeah, fuck them. I never liked them yeah. to begin with. Well, but, well, I'm saying like with Mary Trump, at least Jared, you know, to different views, but at least he never like openly bashed Trump. Mary Trump went out and like constantly bashed him and still bashing him to this day 
And honestly, I think we can put all this aside. And I think the two things that matter most that would hurt Trump is social media, censorship, and election integrity. Those are the two yeah. things that are really stopping a victory. Now, what's well, not stop- even that. He doesn't have any friends left. He has well, he no... has friends, but, you know. How many of them are trustworthy? But, but he ran with everybody against him and won in 16. I you know, know. they were going to repeat where he can't get any decent, like, MAGA but, people in. Well, that's but that's he... where we need to do stuff. We got people like Matt Gates and we got people like Marjorie Taylor Greene, but we need more people like that. I think that's a generational process. It's not going to happen overnight, but the midterms might help us get like we're getting rid of Liz Cheney we're getting rid of McConnell eventually getting rid of some low hanging fruit but you still gotta keep doing this and it's gonna take some time but it's it's slowly starting the Trump revolution is gonna take a long time you know I don't, I don't know I, I think they're gonna we're gonna be in a world where you know we have MAGA with you know I don't think he's gonna be taking the lead anymore I don't think I look if Trump if Trump runs He's going to be the candidate. Yeah. And when you look at the when you look at the alternative, it's going to be either we're going to be stuck in Santis. a position. It's going to be either well, DeSantis. Well, well, I'll we'll tell see. you. Well, we'll DeSantis. Well, I'll tell you right now, DeSantis will not run against Trump. No, he's he too smart. He'll want to be VP. That's what he'll he want. Won't, he won't no, no, DeSantis. I'll tell you what. He's not going to pick Mike Pence as his VS president. <laughs> yeah, oh, that's that's what yeah. I mean. Like he's that guy's done. Yeah. So who's he gonna have as VP? I no, think he's gonna call. He's gonna call me. Gonna... No. <laughs> no. No. But I think I, he will. Who else would he pick? No, because because me. look, in all reality, <laughs> he's call me. Yes. They call some of those boomer fucking volunteers you have. Yes. I mean, he's gonna call a Q person. I mean, people people are <laughs> the thing with the election with 2024 is if you look at the elect. I mean, it's gonna be like. It, it's good. The realistic possibility is it's either going to be Trump or because uh, if it's if it's by Bi- if it's Biden for four more years or if it's Kamala Harris, hmm. um, it, you're looking at maybe the end of America. Well, so I, it's I, like, I think it's I think Biden's going to be one term. I think it's going to be Kamala, which is like yeah. worse than I don't than know Hillary. if it's going to be. I don't think it's going to be Kamala. I think they're going to pick someone else. Yeah. I think, she, I, think they, I, like they don't I like know. her, but I think she's making the moves to be She's going to try to be, but I don't think she's going to win it. it that, that's it, true. It, it cannot be Kamala because, because I mean, Kamala is hated by the Democrats more than Biden. Is like this is, this is about as far as the conversation could go without talking about election integrity. Yeah. Well, and the other thing, too, to consider, this is why I think Trump is dead. Well, I kind of thought Trump was running when I saw him losing weight and I saw him keep doing these rallies and keeping involved. But the thing, there are two things that really got me. That he's I probably think, losing weight because he realizes he's not going to live much longer the size he is. No, no, he's making, there's a pattern. He's making all kinds of moves to ensure that he can and will run again. And the more definitive proof to me is two things. Number one, on Sean Handy, he said, when asked, Trump said, I've decided. I'm running in 2024. Yep. This is a guy who everybody around him will tell you when he decides on something, he's sticking with it. He's not changing his mind. And to say it this early and to be still doing political rallies and acting like you're running in 2024, yeah, he's running. And even Sean Spicer, who, you know, didn't last too long, but they are still friends and cool with each other. He said, oh, yeah, Trump's running. Oh, yeah, about that. And I think that's yeah. the other bad thing, too. Like, he had a lot of decent people. They just fucking fired at the flip of a hat. 
You know, if he didn't fire him so quickly, well, maybe think, he would have had more friends in the end. I think a lot of that, I think people understand that a lot of that that was going on was a lot of shady people that, again, going back to the swamp, right? Because mm. a lot of the swamp that, that, he, that he hired was making some of these decisions. Like you got Jared Kushner, you've got General Kelly, you've got like all, a lot of these people that were making these moves. Uh, and they weren't really in Trump's best interest. So if he if he can somehow relay to the masses that this is not going to let that I have fixed this swamp situation and like like then I, I think he'd be OK. But that will that will rear its ugly head. Garen fucking teed. If he runs again, that will be a problem. For him. I thought he's going to lose. He's going to lose if he runs again. I could see it. I, I it like, depends. Honestly, if election like, like isn't Trump. fixed. Well, it's, how's it going to be yeah. fixed? It's not going to be fucking fixed. No, it could be. It worse. could be fixed enough. Well, people how's are... it going to be fixed under Biden? Well, first of all, elections are a state issue, not a federal issue. Well, so. for now, I've I've heard they want to go and move it to state. They issue. they they well, they'd have to get it through the Senate and the Supreme Court would have to rule on it. I don't think that'd fly. I personally don't think so. It's a state's issue and. We'll see what the Arizona audit shows, and we'll see where all because I think once Arizona, if that has some some meat on it, the they're, other dominoes are going to fall. We're we're also, well, we're here's also, the thing: if Arizona audit shows shit, what's going to happen? Like, what's their end game with that? The other dominoes will fall. You'll have Georgia doing, you have Pennsylvania doing, you have Nevada doing. PA won't do it. Well, well, yeah, Georgia's well, already working on one. It's true. Yeah. Thing too, guys, is we're also going to have to see what happens with the recall. In uh, Newsom, yeah. Ah, uh, that that doesn't matter. Uh, yeah, there, I don't think. Hold, that's hold, hold on, hold on, hold on, though, Alex. <laughs> they're, they're all they're already finding instances of like fraud tampering. Yeah. And, because, I mean, and look, like Larry Elder or not, the fact like, I, like the I do, I like him. I I fuck actually enjoy Larry Elder listening to his fucking show all the time. Uh, yeah, so do I. I actually, I I actually met Larry Elder a couple. Uh, uh, years ago, the fact that they're trying to write hit piece after hit piece on mm-hmm. them, they're scared. And, and, and so, uh, that's the other thing I'd say about DeSantis is yeah, like DeSantis is saying, you know, DeSantis isn't like 100% where I want him, but the fact that like they keep trying to like blame DeSantis for like rising COVID numbers in Florida and like write hit pieces on him, like as I was, as I always say. Pay attention to to the media is writing hit pieces on the most because yeah. that's who the establishment is afraid of. And right now, they're afraid of Trump, they're afraid of Elder, and they're afraid of DeSantis. I agree 100%. Uh, okay, okay, hold on. Let, let's just dispel this right now. There's no way Larry Elder is running for, for president in 2020. No, he's he, not. He's, he's oh, going to no. fix California. He's going to repair if, that shithole. If he even can. I don't even know if he can. No, I don't no he'll he can. win. He'll win. He'll win Good the luck. recall. Uh, he could win. He could win, but he ain't gonna be able to do shit. No, he, no, 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 no. Listen, just because the legislature isn't on his side, look, his platform is is. I mean, he's running as a Republican, but he's he's really a libertarian. So he's just gonna say we're gonna stop enforcing all of these bullshit laws and things will just get better, <laughs> right? Because he has that problem. California, that that's not gonna happen. Like he's no, gonna no. basically be fucking veto. Like he, they're gonna override all yeah. his vetoes. He's just gonna be a figurehead. Yeah. To- piss people off and the problem is yeah because california is super a super majority democrat 
So any literally anything he tries to push or recommend or whatever is not going down. You know what? I think I think you're wrong, and let me tell you why I think you're wrong. If the margin of victory, if the margin of victory for Larry Elder is large enough, I believe that some of these state reps are going to take a real close look at the districts they serve in and say, "Holy fuck, my district voted for Larry Elder. My ass is on the line." So if I keep up with this progressive liberal democratic bullshit my bad democrat bullshit um i'm gonna lose my seat you know so i feel like that they're not going to be as closed-minded as you're making them out to be because now, if they're no i think all the republicans really? i think all the republicans in california probably left during covid and they're moving to california or moving to texas now well i i i mean i mean look the possibility so so it while it might not matter from a you know legislative perspective it could matter in that like if if you could get if larry elder could become governor it might it might flip a couple of seats from california rest was well, it the sense with the new census too they i think california is gaining seats or losing them i forget i thought they lost uh, they, they lost them. it they, they lost them yeah so well, they say that Texas gained, I think, a few, didn't they? Texas they did. gained two. Florida gained one. Mm-hmm. PA so, probably lost some too. PA so that's another one. thing too. And yeah. then, and then you, and 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 here, and I'll say the, for me, I think one of the biggest ones is going to be Pennsylvania. Mm. It is, because think think about it, Tom Wolf, is gone. Yep. He will not run again. If they get a good candidate, if they get a good governor candidate. They like that could change a whole lot of shit. Who are you leaning towards, yeah, Bardos yeah. or Parnell? Say it again. Who are you leaning towards um, for governor? If look, if Mastriano was to run, I would fucking. Oh, he's awesome. Yeah, yeah he, like I think there was someone who called me on the phone about his ass. Well, he's they pushing hard like to get the re- the audit here, so it might have been about that. Yeah, yeah, he's he's the one no, that's spearheading the asking... audit. They were asking a survey about what your thoughts on the candidates were. Like, I don't know. Like, there was that guy and there was... Who was the other people? Well, it was about Bardos and Parnell, too. Yeah, I think it was Parnell. I was like, eh. Were those guys going for Senate? I already forgot. I don't know, man. I I, I don't know. uh, Parnell Parnell was going up again. He was going for a House seat the last time. Against Connor Lamb. Yeah, yeah. And and he lost. By 1%. Yeah, for very sketchy shit too, but um, I think he's going for Senate, now, right? And uh, and of course the uh, Secretary of State had to fucking resign in disgrace. Yeah, a couple months back. Yeah. Wait, um, what happened with the Secretary of State? I forget. The uh, child porn scandal or something weird. Oh no, God! No, fucking I think Democrats and their child <laughs> porn. No, I think it was a. Uh, I think it had something to do with the um, not not disclosing uh, some congressional amendment or something like that. Oh, yeah, something like that. It was some yeah. real shady stuff. Yeah. But I just checked, and Parnell's the guy running for Senate that's going to fill uh, – it's Toomey's seat. They're all going to fill no, Toomey's seat. Fuck him. Yeah, Toomey's awful. Him. Yeah, thankfully he's Why, why, why do you guys hate Toomey? What's wrong with Toomey? Oh, he voted, voted to impeach Trump. He's an, anti-gun, he's an anti-gun fucking senator fuck him, or whatever he is. Yeah, he was a senator anti-gun, voted to impeach Trump. 
And he, he's he got really anti-Trump near the end of his term, too. I, I never liked him. He gave me just weird vibes. But um, that seat's up. And I think Fetterman's going for it. You know, the fucking oh, guy. Oh, that's, that's the guy who threatened a black dude with a shotgun. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah, the There's dude the that looks like a... people on his ass. Yeah the, yeah, the dude looks like a gangster. Like a freaking mob boss or something. Not in a cool way, but like in a scary way. And yeah, I, I think that should be the attack ad against him. You have field day with how he went after a black jogger, an unarmed black jogger with a shotgun. And he, he's going to be up against, on the Republican side, it's either going to be Jeff Bardos or Sean Parnell. Parnell's a veteran, served in Afghanistan. And I, I was initially leaning towards Bardos because of his, he was doing smart messaging for small businesses. But he's now been uh, seeing Parnell on Tucker recently just railing against Biden. I love Parnell. He seems I think, awesome. I, I think we're going to start seeing a dawn of, of the alpha male again. Yes. Here's, here's the question. Yes. Like, we, all, we all like to shit on Biden, right? Like, but do you guys really want President Harris? Is that no. something you're interested in? No, that's, that's uh, another thing I want to go talk about. Like, I've seen no. Republicans interest articles in impeachment. Like, what the fuck are you doing? It's going to be even worse with Harris. See, that? well, I think I those think, are I, political moves because they know they're not going to actually impeach him. But I do well, maybe think... they fucking will. Uh, no, because no, just because Biden gets impeached, it's going to be by his cabinet. It will not be by Congress. Yeah, yeah well, I no, agree like, with maybe that. the Democrats see this as a way to get fucking Kamala in there. Well, they they I've heard from people supposed to have sources that like Pasovic that the DNC hates Kamala, but she has worked her way into a lot of positions. You know, she has sleeping fucked with her way to the top. It's, yep, it's true. Yep. <laughs> And so she has leverage. She's that bitch that shouldn't be in the position that <laughs> she is. Those beef curtains have seen a hell of a. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I can't even say that with a straight face. Female privilege. Can we go beef curtains? <laughs> I love that phrase. That is such a fun phrase. To say. Beef curtains. <laughs> I'm gonna steal that from you. That's a good one. I mean, I call it roast beef, but yeah. Oh, oh my god. And then imagine, and then wait a second. So if we impeach Biden, impeach Kamala, then we we're stuck with Pelosi, right? Yeah. So it, it never, it, it's well, a progression of worse. It, yeah. it never gets better. If if I was the Republicans, I would wait until the twenty. I would wait until the next election. Because mm. really, because really, really, Biden is kind of just destroying this thing all on his own. We really, you really don't need to dig up dirt or do anything like that. All you just got to do is sit back eat some popcorn and watch the fucking show and and he's kind of just killing this thing all on his own but so you you wait until the election get control of the house get control of the senate and then start dropping bombs i i, w I will say this for kamala though her, her head game has to be somewhat decent because <laughs> i mean she did basically suck and fuck her way to the top so they couldn't they I, couldn't have him it couldn't have been that bad. I have to admit, though, you, you got to admit, you hate her, she's crazy, but she's probably one of the better-looking Democrats. Like, let's be real. Uh, you know, my, be my dad, AOC, you know, she at least be a little bit better-looking than that. Shit. AOC I, I and Kamala are probably the best-looking Democrats. Like, let's be real. Can you, can you, find, can you find a better-looking one? I challenge you. Tulsi Gabbard. Tulsi Gabbard. Is she a Democrat, yeah, though? Care, yes, she is a Democrat. I thought she's no longer fucking a Democrat. Well, she office. is a Democrat in name only. Well, well, yeah. She's a dino. Dino. Yeah, literally. 
I mean, because look, she's in Hawaii. You can't win as a Republican, even though she kind of acts like one, but kind of doesn't. You know, well, there's she's a lot of military and there's a lot of military in Hawaii. So that's probably how she got, you know. Yeah. I mean, I mean, Tulsi. I mean, Tulsi. I mean, I'm a Republican, but Tulsi is a MILF, so. Um... <laughs> Sam, your Hold degeneracy up. has no home here. <laughs> Be gone. Oh, come on. Oh, come on. Phil, Phil's, Phil's here. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, but, but um, he's a veteran. If we kick him out, we'll get, you know, we'll be called like, oh, you hate veterans or something. Exactly. But, um, but no, what I was going to, what I was going to say about Biden there too, I do think impeachment is very well possible because even the corporate, even the corporate press who is trying to cover, who usually tries to cover for, Biden, even they're admitting that this thing in Afghanistan and it's Biden's awful. speech, yeah. even the, even they're saying that this is a total fuck up. Yeah. And when that, and when that happens, I'm always like, oh boy, if CNN and MSNBC are, uh, you know, saying that this is fucked up, then it's, you know, I mean, like, how, I, how else do you say it? You know, what else can they really say? Like, I think the DNC. Is preparing this, you know, this is why Biden's gonna be a one term, he's gonna be a fucking Jimmy Carter of 2020. He's worse than Carter, I think. Okay, hold hold on though, because remember when, remember when the Arab Spring happened, happened, and you know, Fast and Furious happened, like they were, but Democrats covered it up. This one, they're letting it happen. Yeah, you can't cover this up. There's, there's a the only way they can spin they blame Bush is blame Trump. That's the only way they can spin this. They blame Bush on Fast and Furious because they had Operation Wide Receiver. You know, they wrote it going blaming on the fucking other guy. When I hear that, I think of Sandusky jokes. Well, well, that, well, that. Oh, that's a tradition. Well, that's, well, that's what I'm saying though. It's like you know, it's like. Is like last time when when Obama was in office, there were definitely things that he should have been impeached for, and yet the media bended over backwards to protect to protect him. They can't do that now with Biden. This, this is bad. Like this is yeah worse. This, this is way worse because it seems like sheer. Like look, there, you can think it's intentional, fine, but to the average person, this is going to seem like sheer incompetence. Incompetence that cannot continue and be tolerated. But the tricky thing, too, is the Democrats have trivialized impeachment because they impeached Trump twice over nothing, zippo, and he got cleared in the Senate both times. He did nothing wrong. So they've trivialized it to a point that now, again, it's going to be like the nuclear option, I think, where... Republicans go, hey, better be careful with this. Oh, you did it? Okay, we're going to do it now, too. If they have any balls, they'll start, you know, getting a little ballsier with things, but... McConnell's balls are all shriveled up like raisins. Oh, yeah, like, can you imagine I mean, McConnell's are probably like... Yeah. I mean... Like, have you ever seen this... a turtle's nutsack? <laughs> <laughs> he does look like a turtle. I'm not going to Google that, but I really want to Google what it looks like right now. I'll probably pound I don't, have, I don't think they even have that sex. They're not mammals, right? I don't know. Fucking lizards, they use some weird shit. Lizard people. Yeah, that's <laughs> what they all fucking are. Yes. You were saying something, yeah. Phil? Yeah, I I mean, this this is... I, I mean, I mean we, were saying, we were saying this last week. Like, if, if anything happened... 
like if anything were to happen uh, in in Afghanistan, that this would probably be worse than the fall than the fall of Saigon mm. in in Vietnam. And lo and behold, thir- 13, 13 troops are gone. Dude, right? The fucking helicopter looks just like Saigon too. It's great. Oh. Yeah, I, <laughs> but but there were. But there's no note. I don't think there's any known fatalities in the fall of Saigon. This no. uh, this one has fatalities, and in a much faster, and in a much faster pace too. Like it's just like and imba- more embarrassing. Like could you yeah, get were, more embarrassing? Were they asking the Taliban to help them defend the fucking airbase? Oh, like, what is this shit? Yeah, that was what Tucker was talking about. They literally, our our geniuses, unless they're intentionally doing this, literally went. Hey, uh, we need some airport security, Taliban. You want to do that? Oh, yeah, sure. <laughs> and then, and then they would. Hey, Taliban, we know some bad guys that you don't like. You, you want to help us out? Okay, here are all of our Americans' um, names and green cards stationed in in Afghanistan. Can you help us out? Yeah. Okay. Thanks. Thanks, Taliban. We can trust you, right? Yeah. Retarded. Yeah, Clay, Clay Travis um, brought this up too on the Clay and uh, Buck show uh, yes, yesterday that Biden was Biden was in Congress when the fall of Saigon happened, oh. and, and he and he was the one that like authorized. He was like one of the Congress people that like approved the operation that turned into the fall of Saigon. So yeah, he's. So yeah, he's been around for like two of these clusterfucks. So. He's got good experience. Hey guys, um, it's been a pleasure talking to you all. I do have to go, sadly, but it has been a wonderful <laughs> two and a half hours. Thank you so much for having me on. I really do appreciate it. Oh, yeah. dude, thanks for coming on yourself, oh, man. Love that. We we haven't had a guest in a long time, but other than I mean, Sam, you're you're just like the frequent like I guess infrequent co-hosts if anything you know so we appreciate it i'm not really guessing anymore i'm kind of like a panelist at this point and uh we'll we'll certainly keep in touch all right yeah Yeah, maybe everyone come on again fucking let us know appreciate it i'll keep you guys posted take care have a great night you too what a king Uh, what a king where where can people i know he's Uh, signed but where can people find him at let me Don't dox him. Uh, no, I'm kidding. Uh, you already admitted to that. Yeah, I know. So I was kidding. Uh, his Twitter handle I can pull up. And that seems to be... I, I know he has a website, but if you go follow him on Twitter, you could use the love there. It's at Resist Penn State. All one word, at Resist Penn State on Twitter. Go follow him. I just got shot in Halo. So you better do because I sacrificed my life in Halo for it. At Resist Penn State on Twitter. Give him a follow. He's a true king. Soldiered through. Literally got punched in the face or clocked, you know, like an elbow in the face and bled out for us. He gave his blood for us, guys. And Antifa was there, too. So give him a follow. Yeah, and that and that's one of the reasons, folks, why, why I decided to, to simulcast tonight was because some of you guys did bring up the, uh, the Penn State thing. Uh, to me yesterday, so I figured that doing a simulcast on this would just be, you know, interesting to do. So, yeah, man, when, you, 
When it fucking comes, it comes. You got fucking Jeff in here too, right? Yeah, that was awesome. Yeah, you yeah, finally got was, him on. That was uh, that was that was great, and we will uh, uh, we'll be sure to get Jeff back because what I really want is the Jeff versus Phil. Uh, uh, Smackdown. Down. Um, yeah, I, yeah. Also, I want the. I also want the Jeff versus uh, Apex. Uh, uh, showed showdown too. Even though Apex doesn't know Jeff, I just want. I just want Apex to mess with uh, Jeff for a bit. Yeah, I. I think. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm up for whatever. You know me. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I don't give a shit. It was uh, good fine getting him in the room to talk to all us. Because, I mean, I will say, I obviously going to disagree from him on a lot of things, but he's at least open-minded. Yeah, he's at least approachable. Yeah, least and, and you can have an honest, real conversation with him, none of this, like, filtered BS. Yeah. Uh, and, and real quick, because I know you, you sound like you want to say something, Phil, but Fat Kekboy in the chat says, uh, yo, rather have Tulsi than Kamala. I, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. you at least have somebody that's 100% bit better, but yeah. You want to say something, Phil, too? Uh, um, no, I said what I was going to say. Okay, cool. Well, the only other thing I want to talk about, really, and then we can keep going or go out or whatever we want to do, is Eric Clapton was trending on Twitter and all across the world because he dared make an anti-lockdown, anti-mask protest song. Something the left loves to do, make all these songs about whatever cause they act like they're caring about. He does it, and they call him a white nationalist. Now, what is interesting, I want to point out something that's interesting that I think is rather brave of him to do, dare I say. Not necessarily the song, but I found interviews where they were saying, well, where he was addressing some pretty bad stuff he said in the past. I'm not gonna sugarcoat it. He was at a concert, I think, and he basically was telling like all you gamer words and all of you uh, other races to get out of the country, <laughs> which the is fuck? like that's, that's pretty fine. out there. Uh, yeah, like is this the same. Was this what did Eric Clapton do before this? Like, what was his musical shit? Musical shit. Well, he he is revered in the industry. Well, revered. I forget. He's He's considered one of the greatest, if not the greatest, guitar players of, of all time. Yeah, yeah um, he's yeah. highly, con you know, up there in terms of guitarists. He's obviously has his solo work, like Slow Hands, his probably most famous album. But he's also done songs for other groups or played guitar for other groups, and he, like he did stuff for the Beatles. He did stuff for a lot of people. He's been inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame six times. Like he and he's the one that he's Freaking the one that, that's done that. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. But, you know. So, so basically, he he's uncancelable, and I I fucking I fucking love that because he can basically say whatever he wants, and they can, they can't cancel him now because he's you know he's Eric Clapton. Yeah, so. yeah, he has that level of legendary status at this point. But what I found interesting, because I don't know too much about him, actually. I really haven't dived into him. I know his music a little bit. 
and I, I have a couple like one of his albums, Slow Hand. Um, but what's interesting was he said some pretty bad stuff at one point, but he didn't go in an interview and say, "Oh, that's not me." Oh, I would never say that. I was just drunk. What was interesting was he literally said, I used to be pretty damn racist, but I've changed. And I thought, that's, I've never heard anybody say that. Can you think of anybody else who genuinely was able to say that? Because that sounds like to me a more honest take, especially considering that was from like the 70s, which, you know obviously things were getting better then but there were still quite a few people that were pretty racist then and he had flat out admitted like yeah i was racist then but i've changed and i'm not now yeah, i thought that was really balls. really interesting thing to say and i think that's the sort of thing that more people should be like and should be saying obviously not being racist don't take it out of context but when they don't do something bad yeah, don't lie and admit that you've changed because that's what humans should do if they're doing something bad is they change, not act like they've always been a perfect person. So I found I was surprised to see that and it actually made me respect them more. The only other one I can think of that that, uh, that has done that interesting enough is Van Morrison, who is also <laughs> his buddy pretty- now. Who was also pretty well? I mean, they, they've been. Well, they've been buddies, but like they're tight buddies now in yeah. getting uh, shit from the left. Well, it, well, it, and, Van, and Van Morrison has also been accused of being, of being a misogynist too, because like back back in the back in the seventies, like he used to. So he, he's he's from Ireland, and uh, and Gavin actually actually loves Van Morrison because. I guess Van Morrison is like Scotch Irish, and uh, so is so is Gavin. So is so is Gavin. So like they so Gavin's a big fan, but uh, yeah, I guess Van Morrison wrote like a wrote like a song about like no more lockdowns, like about like six months ago, and everyone basically was like freaking out, and he basically said if you don't like the if you don't like the music, don't buy it, you know, or fuck off. So good. Um, yeah, and you know, and he's also admitted that he used to say like some pretty like racist and sexist, you know, things. But you know, he's changed. But like, he's never like apologized, you know, for mm. for what he said back in the He just said it, it was a different time, and you know, I've changed. So well, that's the more honest truth of the matter. It's like whenever times you see, and you're still seeing it, they try to change oh, this is another thing that can, can connect to this kind of... But when you see how in the movies they'll try and change stuff that was racist then or looks bad then from the 30s, it's like, look, this should you should keep that there because it shows what those times were like and how we shouldn't be that way. and how It's reflective of that time. It's the way things work. You like it or not, it's the way it was. And all art is reflective of the time it was made in, for better or worse. But did you see that Disney is changing the name of Boba Fett's ship. Yes. Yeah. No, lo- no longer the Slave One. It's going to be the... Spitfire? Firestorm, or whatever it's called. I thought it was a Spitfire. No, that, that'd be a little too generic, so they went for another generic name. Yeah, so you can't even, in Star Wars, use the word slave, basically. 
What do they call what happened to Layla or Princess Slayer. Leia? They're calling her the Hut Slayer now, and that was. Wait, are you not joking? No, I'm no, I'm I'm not joking. Look it, look it up. The Slut Slayer. Yeah. Layla the Leia the Slut Slayer. Well, yeah. Well, that well, that's what it should be called. Yeah, Leia Leia the Hut Slayer. Which, by the way, when. When Disney tried to come after Slave Leia, uh, even even Carrie Fisher like laughed them off. So she was being enslaved. Like, like, like is, she's fucking enslaved. She's a sex slave at that point. Like, come yeah. on. Yeah. Like, you don't have to say yeah. the sex part, but like, she's not there of her own free will, and she's not arrested, so she's a slave. I guess I need to, you know. The well, the other thing too is with slave in star wars it's never used in the context of black people it's like usually well, they're wookies but i think i just rewrite that whole history too because weren't they enslaved were well, they now well, there like, are so this... many different alien species in star wars are enslaved well and and, it, and the point too is it's like it, the they never like portrayed it as like a good thing either no this it's is... never portrayed that way didn't the Mandalorian specifically like enslave fucking Wookiees and shit, or like capture them? Weren't they like slave captors or something at some point? Yeah, like, or the well, one guy, the lizard people did that shit. They like rip off their like hide and they use it to go and you know like make rugs and shit. Well, there's a whole Clone Wars episode of when Anakin and Ahsoka are dropped on this slave planet, and they have to like I think. I forget what they have to do, but they basically get enslaved and they get thrown into this like Hunger Games style, like, you know, death match, team death match. Battle Royale. Yeah, Battle Royale. They do doubles. Yeah. And it literally is like, it's, it's a, yeah, I, it's, I don't like calling it a children's show, but it's technically, it was on Cartoon it's Network. A children, it is a children's show. Yeah, it's, who cares? I mean, it's a children's show. It's a good children's show, but yes. it's still a fucking kids' show. Yeah, well, well, yeah, exactly. Well, my point being is that it, it's like kids are watching it, and the message that's portraying is slavery bad. It's like, it's just I, I don't, I, I would love to hear Disney's rationale for it, but I think they're trying to make Boba Fett is this is my guess more marketable because they're making this new Boba Fett show and spinoff show and they don't want the slave association to but the joke is boba fett is not a good guy Dude, he's a fucking mercenary man he's a bounty he? hunter he's a bounty hunter he's just like that's his characters he's this rough mysterious cutthroat dangerous notorious bounty hunter he's like the most dangerous guy and you know you could cross that isn't a set well, so it's like he's not supposed to be nice and good well, Disney, I mean, I'd like to hear Disney's rationale for a whole bunch of shit they've been doing, but that's bizarre. I mean, Disney doesn't, Disney doesn't care about their, doesn't care about, like, the, the actual fan base of Star Wars, and they haven't for, for years. No, they, they hate so, the fans. Like, even their writers look shit on the fans, but it's going to be called, I found the name, Fire Spray. Fire Spray sounds like what you do when you're pissing after you get chlamydia. <laughs> Fire spray, fire spray sounds like the name of the local hot sauce company. That sounds like what happens after you eat Taco Bell. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I that know. reminds me of fucking Chinese. The word for diarrhea is hot shit. 
that's accurate. Uh, yeah. But, you know, it, it's just uh, it's so cocked. I mean, it's, I don't get it. I, the only thing I can see is that they're trying to market him better. But, you know, you have the Mandalorian. You really need a Boba Fett spinoff. Of course you do, because money. Well, dude, well, fuck they... Star Wars, man. Star Wars is game. Whoa, whoa, no, 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 no. Hold on. Yes, yeah, no. Fuck, I'm done with Star Wars after modern. After I, well, the modern Star Wars, the older okay. ones was good, but it's okay. getting fucked. I can't trust it anymore. No, well, the well, new we... shit's worse. Well, see, isn't bad. this kind of except Mandalorian? But isn't this kind of even Mandalorian? With the now the Mandalorian, you know, they fucked off like the one good chick in there. Yeah. Yep, yep, Gina Carano. Yep, <laughs> yeah. After the after they fired uh, Gina Carano, that was, you know, that was when I was done. Which, which, by the way, all she said was that like, all she said was that the left shouldn't be like, you know, treating all Trump supporters as you know Nazis. And then, lo and behold, like January sixth happened, and like she was kind of proven right. So well, she, well, they were looking for a reason to get rid of her, and that was the one they used. And she even admits that. But yeah, the the you know what, what's annoying me is that you know you could argue episode. Well, actually, yeah, the last Jedi did fuck with the lore because now Palpatine, spoiler alert, <laughs> is alive somehow. I forget I saw that movie because of how unmemorable it was. Yeah, I, I know it's pretty forgettable. But now they're fucking with the lore by changing Boba Fett's ship name like when in stars has a ship's name ever been changed it's like changing the name of your daughter it's like hey why well, don't they change him the death be... star to the fuck like something else because death is offensive to people who died alex you joke but there's already a petition online to fucking change wait call it just metal planet or something <laughs> moon oh, don't don't give them any ideas because they because Disney Star Wars will fucking they'll they'll do that. So see that's honestly that was like the one thing I thought as a kid like Slave One that went over my head is no big deal. But I thought Death Star that sounds kind of dark for something I'm watching as a kid. Ooh, Death Star. But, yeah, it, you know, looking it, back, obviously it's like it's, dude, this is nothing. It's, but well, it, it's fucking supposed to. Be. Like the Death Star is menacing. Like, yeah. good. That, that's like that's the fucking point. It's supposed, like, you're supposed to be fucking scared of Darth Vader. You're you're supposed to be. You yeah, know, he's like, the bad yeah. guy. <laughs> well, I thought they made him like they try to go make him like deep or something. Some of the newer shit. Like I don't know. Like that's what I loved about the fucking Rogue One. Was it Rogue One? The one with the Darth Vader just like fucking shit up. Like I haven't seen that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was the best part of that movie is that hallway like, scene because you get to see not, Vader I, I like, actually be Vader. I like that fucking movie. Like I, that was like probably the last Star Wars movie I actually enjoyed. Yeah, it's the best of the Disney ones, but even that, like I don't think it. I don't think it was bad. I will say, you know, no, it's it, it was. It is good, but I think there's one big problem that's gonna age it is that Moff Tarkin shit. Much I forget about that. I mean, I've... The, yeah, they they CGI'd uh, Peter Cushing's face onto. I don't even know like, if they did that. I think he there wasn't even like a stand-in. They did that with uh, Luke for the Mandalorian, but they with um, uh, Moff Tarkin, they just did a complete CGI recreation of him, and he's dead. So they can't. They literally brought him back to life was the way it looked like in the 70s but 
I remember even in the theaters and looking back now, it doesn't, it just, it does not hold up well. I mean, does it ruin the movie? Technically, no, but for some people, it's just going to be unnoticeable. It's what you might remember it for. And I enjoy the movie, don't get me wrong, and I think it was in many ways well done. If they didn't do that, it would have been a lot better. Yeah. But anyway, well, do we have any other topics to cover uh, tonight? Or? None of my end. Do you guys want to say and anything I, else? I can't think of really anything else. I think we had a pretty good stream. It was awesome. like, you know, fucking, it come, when it comes to fucking floods, man, we had two guests on today. Yeah. Like, holy fuck. Yeah. Yeah, and this this was a good stream for both our our channels. So I love it. Yeah, I'm gonna check the chat, see if anybody said anything else, and address it. But yeah, I had a great time. I loved it. I was that was one of our better streams in a while, if I do say so myself. I hope that guy comes back on again, man. He was pretty cool to talk to. Mm -hmm. We'll have to um, get the libertarianness out of him. Other than that, you know, I love uh, him. I, I didn't mind Jeff because at least we had someone who's fucking like different, you know. I don't mind having different people. No, I love it. Little, like, I like that, you know, it gives us something to fucking do, it's something to debate about. Yeah. Yeah, like, contrary to popular belief, we hate echo chambers. Yep. All right. Well, thank you guys for tuning in. Like, share, and subscribe. Subscribe to the channel if you want to hear more good shit like this on at Versa Media on YouTube. Oh, well, it's not at, but type in Versa Media and you'll find us. Find us on Twitter at Versa News Media, but we rarely tweet. Just tweet out the show when it's coming up. So like, share, and subscribe to hear more cool shit like this. And then go over the sand shit and I'll let him plug his shit so I don't mess up the handles. Yeah, yes, folks. Uh, thank you for you know joining us on the Whitfield Report channel as well. Um, be sure to subscribe to the uh, you know channel to the audio podcast. Also, subscribe to uh, the Whitfield Report on Odyssey. And uh, I'm going to be uh, I've got the link uh, for my Odyssey channel in the live chat right now uh so yeah anyway uh thank you guys for tuning in uh from all of us here at ngc studios good night god bless god save this great nation god freedom like see in that order and thanks to uh warfist and fat kick boy for donating tonight and thanks to the entire chat and uh, follow we'll phil at fluffy phil on twitter Yep. Bill is back and uh, sub to the Versa boys. They deserve it. So, God bless Thank you and good night, everyone.